Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. What, what, what's new? What are you doing? Oh, what's new, J-Dubs? Oh. <laughs> Welcome to the Hideout Road Radio 104.1, the funniest night show in America and the best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. We're your hosts, Seth and Dubs, and these are your phone numbers to be a part of it. 407-916-1041, and star-1041. On your singular wireless phone. That is Chunks the Radio Bottom, the executive producer of the Hideout. He mans the AOL Instant Messenger Real Radio Hideout. Again, Real Radio Hideout on the AOL Instant Ma- uh, Messenger. Tommy Bateman is our director. Hi! Mans the talk and roll <laughs> controls and is responsible for the content on the webpage, realradio.fm. That's Putin. He's the unpaid producer and he's the one who screens your phone calls. 407 916 1041 1041. By the way, uh, speaking of unpaid producers, we're looking for more. If you are interested in being an intern for the hideout, email chunks, chunks, that is uh, chunks at WTKS.com. Also, right off the bat, Dubs, want to thank Trinity Tattoo for hooking up uh, Hideout Heretic Nightmare Dave with the hideout logo on his chest. This was so that Nightmare Dave could win that trip from CSI and WB-18 to Las Vegas and marry his uh, fiance. So uh, Trinity Tattoo coming through, Nightmare Dave getting the hideout logo, Superman style, just like the T-shirts, in the middle of his chest. What would you uh, be more freaked out about, getting the tattoo in the middle of your chest or getting married? Uh, Marriage. Been there, done that, not interested. Uh, MySpace.com slash Trinity Tattoo CO. Or you can call them. Is this right? Chunks is the right number. 407-659-0000. I've never seen a uh, phone number ending. Yeah. 0000. Like ever. That's pretty interesting to me. All right. Well, there you go. Trinity Tattoo. Thank you very much. We may even check in with them here a little bit uh, later on. Dubs, coming up tonight in the hideout, I will admit to something that I never, ever, ever thought. Uh, actually, it's something I said I'd never do. I did it over the weekend. Really? Yeah. I'm and, intrigued to hear about this. And I'm borderline ashamed. And it's leading up to something I'm even more ashamed of. I'm sorry, I can't tell you now. So it's been a whole weekend of you being ashamed, crying in the corner, uh, sopping into your uh, into your shirt. I wouldn't necessarily say that. It's more of eating crow. Ah. Something I said I'd never do and that I'm doing to do something else. That you said you'd never do. Right. So you've uh, it's a whole chain effect of stuff you said you'd never do happening this weekend. Yeah. 
And then it's going to lead in a big culmination of me feeling uh, like a like a complete dork. Um, also coming up tonight, J-Dubs, what women consider cheating. Uh, Chunks found this, and I'm reading over it. And it is borderline hysterical. There's a percentage. I guess there was a poll done. And I'll give you what I'll give you. I won't give you what the percentage are of, of the women that consider it cheating, but I'll read down the list for you. What okay. It is. Um, confiding in other women. And that. <laughs> All right, hold on. <laughs> Dancing closely. Again, considered cheating. And uh, there's a certain percent of women on all these that think that these things are cheating. Right. Mm. Flirting provocatively. <laughs> getting private dances at strip joints. It's not cheating if you pay for it. Engaging in cyber sex. That's me. It's my hand. I'm not touching anybody. And any uh, sort of sexual contact. I don't find cyber sex cheating. I find it to be a skill. Anybody who can type one-handed while, you know, keeping the concentration on rhythm deserves to be able to do so. That's like rubbing your tummy and patting the top of your head. One of those things that if you can do it, you're special. Yeah. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1, 407-916-1041, 888 We're going to talk to somebody from Prevention Magazine at 8 o'clock, giving us some tips for not overeating during this, the uh, holiday weekend, Jay. I was probably talking about what we're going to be doing the holiday weekend as well. And um, finally, oh, there's a story about a teenager uh, attempting to have sex with a mannequin in a mall. I'm not a teenager anymore. I don't Typo. Typo. Are you sure it wasn't in a Walmart bathroom? <laughs> there's uh, no mannequins there, silly. Those are boy- I know, a teen, though. Boyakins. <laughs> and um, you were telling me something funny about your chick trying to clean for your mom uh, coming for down for the holidays. Yeah. And then finally, too, I, Friday night we went out to the bar with the heretics, and I have an interesting story that I want to uh, share from that as well. So there's a lot that we got to get to, J-Dubs. First, though, just in time for the holidays, I'd like to congratulate General Motors for cutting 30,000 jobs and shutting down nine plants. Yeah! Let's hear it for the good old American car companies. God bless America. Here's what's here's what's interesting, Dubs, and I've heard all day about. I guess they've been like CNN has been singling out one specific plant in Georgia. Yeah. Now, Dubs, you and I, you grew up in Michigan. Mm-hmm. I spent a significant amount of time in Michigan, and I see that assembly plants will close in, uh, among other places, Lansing, Michigan, where you and I worked at Q106, Lansing's Rock Station, and 92 on the Edge. You know this for a fact. That economy in Lansing is screwed. The engine facility in Flint will close. <laughs> like that town doesn't have enough going against it. Along with m- metal centers, also in Lansing. That's two places in Lansing. Lansing is done. And it's then, cooked. And then on top of that, J-Dubs, Ypsilanti, Michigan, will ah. be losing a uh, service and parts uh, facility. Ypsilanti is just a shade away from Flint. Uh, being as uh, just poverty-ridden as Flint was. Now, here's the thing. This is important to all of us because this is our economy. I have been, I worked in Flint, Michigan. We have a buddy who's working there right now. In fact, you just got off the phone with him, Lefty. And I'm wearing the Banana 101.5 shirt from Lefty, uh, the rock station in Flint. Flint is a hole, and it is literally 
what it is. In fact, I think it was, what, number three or four on the most dangerous cities in the United States? Mm-hmm. Detroit being number two? Yeah. It's... And that's because all of the, the motor companies literally pecked up, left town in Flint, and there's no jobs. And now I think Lansing is on the verge of becoming that. Yep. Ypsilanti is on the verge of becoming that. So the entire state of Michigan now, with maybe the exception to Grand Rapids, is going to be this. Now this, Dubs, I begin to wonder, where is the corporate responsibility? I mean, where is the corporate responsibility to a community? And is there none? Or do you blame uh, the uh, unions? I don't blame the unions one bit. You know who I blame? I blame the lamos. Uh, at Ford for not uh, Ford or GM, any one of these, any of these car companies that are going on there, I blame all of them for not having um, the foresight to see what's going on. I hear about the cars that are being built at these mm-hmm. built at these plants, and they're crap cars. Oh, they're terrible. There's nothing innovative about them. There's nothing new about them. The funny thing is, uh, you could see it coming for the last, you know, five to ten years, people trying to get, you know, a little bit more conservative with their gas and everything. There was a big boom for a while where the trucks and the SUVs were big, and Ford and GM did well with that time. But you have to know, you have to have balance there to make sure when times do get tough with uh, the gas and everything and people are starting to lean away from the bigger cars you have that other option already on the market and established. Why do these companies refuse to invest in the future? Why is there no investment in saying, hey, the future is not in gas? It's going to be in something else. As General Motors, here's what we're going to do. We're going to step to the forefront, and we're going to create these new things, therefore holding over jobs. I don't know if you've ever been to like the uh, car shows in Detroit, like the, uh, the big uh, national car show. Uh, they they bring out all these concept cars, which never really make it onto the market. But they, they kind of, you know, they're testing out different technology on these cars and everything, just seeing how it goes. Most of them are speed demon, gas-guzzling freak cars. You And they, they do have some uh, cars in there that are, you know, the most fuel-efficient possible. But uh, for the most part, they're just trying to make these things as fast, as loud as possible in this thing. And that really tells you where the uh, where they are putting most of their time and money into is to look at how can we make it faster, how can we make it bigger, how can we make it more American. Is that the problem with the American car makers is that they're catering to the American consumers who, for the most part, their car or their motorcycle is merely an extension of their penis? Well, I think it's uh, Toby Keith syndrome. <laughs> Where people are, you know, they they really like to, you know, blow up the uh, Middle East and uh, drive a big car. Well, I can respect it. 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Me, on the other hand, I prefer my car to look like my body. That's why I'm going after one of those nice Scions. It's just shaped like a box. Nice box? No real... With unusual looking headlights? Yeah. <laughs> No real curvature to it. Like it, it. It could be cool, but it's just a shade away. Right. There's something a little bit off, like with the Scion and my body. There's potential, but it's not real. Matt in Orlando, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, Matt? Hey, hey, hey guys. It's Yo. my first time calling. Uh, I listen uh, on occasion when I can get you in, but uh, I just want to comment. I'm from Warren, Michigan. I was mm-hmm. born there. Mm-hmm. 
I've lived here since I was five, but almost all my family still lives up there. And honestly, you know, my father grew up in that area, Ohio and Michigan, and I hear it from him all the time. You know, the big problem is, is well, one, back in the 80s, when uh, all these foreign companies started coming in and, and doing all these fuel-efficient cars and cars that would last forever, you know, that's part of the problem. And nobody's buying American anymore, and, th- and that's one problem. And then you look at the other issue is Ford, GM, all these other companies didn't didn't pick up on, on what people were looking for at that time, especially with the gas crisis that was going on in the 70s. No, you hit it right on the head, Matt. Thank you, buddy. For some reason, and uh, American cars were once the best out there, for some reason, we fell behind, and we've never figured out how to catch back up. And here's the thing, too. I know we can. Yeah. You know what it is? It's that W syndrome. Stubborn. No. This is the way it's going to be. You're going to like this. You're going to like this. It'll all come back. It's a pendulum, my friends. I like how the problem, and if you notice what Matt said, the problem, progress. Yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> foreigners love it. The foreigners beat us to the progress. But I, mean, I, I, you know, you can, you can understand if, uh, for some reason, another country comes out with something better. But once you find out that they got something better, you try like hell to catch up with them and even pass them. Not stick with your own plan that uh, hasn't been working for you for, for like 20 years now. And it just kills me that these good American workers have to lose their jobs because these companies are so stubborn. And in these places where, Dubs, you and I have lived, where our friends and our family live... I have friends and family that work at these places. Entire economies destroyed. Lansing, like that Lansing area, is screwed. Uh, East Lansing and that college area will live on. Yeah. But that downtown Lansing area is going to become a slum. As with these other places. I mean, you got Oklahoma City, Tennessee. you got some places in Tennessee, Georgia, Canada yeah. I'm not so worried about. Pittsburgh. I don't even know why they're making anything in the first place. Who wants a Canadian car? Mike in Orlando, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. He's making a boot sound out of it all the time. A boot, a boot. Mike. Yo, Mike. Yeah, I think you might, got, you might have a little bit off on why we're getting beat by the foreign car makers. I, right now, the market and the big bucks are going towards bigger engines. BMW, big dollars. BMW is making <laughs> V8s. Audi is stuffing a V8 in the A4. And I guarantee for every one hybrid you see on the, on the road, you'll see 50 Nissan V8 pickups that sound like a Hemi. Hmm. And uh, I've got a lot of money to spend on a car, and it's going to be another Corvette. I, but the, the thing is, it, we haven't found our balance yet. No, we haven't, and we haven't found the quality, and we're paying out the nose for labor where other countries, except for Germany, are are paying a lot less for labor. But here's the thing, though, man. I don't understand how we could be mad about paying for labor because it's 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 American jobs. Yeah. I, I would I would honestly be willing to pay the money, to pay the money for a good American car if it were a good American car. And, again, I don't fault it on the workers, though. I fault it on the designers. Design, yeah, definitely. Uh, th- the funny thing is you always have to have an identity with uh, what you're building and everything and kind of sell your identity. But no one's buying the identity anymore. you got to change your identity. No, we don't change here in America. We stay the course. We don't believe in adaptation. There's no such thing as adapting and changing unless you're the president when on Friday you and your cronies call war hero a coward, and then today he's a war hero. I'm sorry, that that's flip-flopping. Oh, wait, he doesn't do that. Chuck and Lake Mary, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What's up, Chuck? 
Uh, just real quick, driving home and turning the radio on caused part of what you had to say, but you'd indicated that, you know, we can't talk necessarily in terms of absolutes. I think you got to blame a couple of things, part of that being the union, part of that being the corporate entity, because you got to, I mean, you look at General Motors, and they're carrying over past employees from the 50s, mm -hmm. 60s, 70s, health costs, pension costs. I mean, I don't know what the, the papers have indicated, but something like, you know, two-thirds of their revenue goes to former employees and pensions and all that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But I agree with you kind of in terms of I'm listening to the other callers come up. Yes, with well, the bigger problem that we have is why I think these companies are going under GM, Ford, and whatnot. The carrying costs they have with past employees, the health benefits, et cetera, et cetera, but also just like you pointed out with the last caller, I believe, was just the product. I mean, you look around. I'm driving, you know, from Lake Mary to Orlando every morning, and three out of four cars, you know, Toyota, Lexus, Honda, Right. You know, here I've got my little Chevy Cavalier cruising along, and I'm, <laughs> like, I'm the only American car in the area. But the problem is, you know, I, I do my 3,000-mile, you know, oil change, but that's about the extent of it. And I agree with you that the American product simply has not adapted to the overall change. But I think it's not in terms of absolutes. It's all GM's fault, all Ford's fault. No. I think you have to look at the past history as to why these companies are going under. Well, but yeah, I, I you know, appreciate it, Chuck. Thank you, buddy. we got to move on. We're up on a break. And also, uh, I mean, the uh, you can't really blame the uh, unions, but the the unions are flawed. They've been flawed for a while, and just like the car companies, they are unable to adapt. Well, they haven't been able to uh, figure it out to uh, work best for them and to keep their plants afloat because they they don't understand that when these plants go under, it doesn't matter if you're part of the union. Here's here's the biggest I think. I have a tough time. Uh, going against workers when it comes to corporations. You know what I mean? I understand that. Secondly, though, J-Dubs, here's how we solve it all. You talk about pensions. You talk about the health care benefits. Hey, why doesn't the government actually provide health care for everybody? Why don't we actually have something like Social Security where people could actually live off of it and then the corporations wouldn't be, quote-unquote, draining their funds? You think we have a surplus or something? Oh, we did. Hmm. <laughs> Take a break. We come back. I mean, seriously, that's one big way to solve a lot of those issues. But then the pharmaceutical companies and the privately owned hospitals. Well, I'll tell you what it is. Right now, it's the economy adapting, and we're going to get back together. We're going to get. Uh, we're all going to be working for a pharmaceutical company and sending stuff over to uh, other countries. No. No, that, that no? door. The door's locked. Just like the president mm. trying to go through it. And ramming his head into it, like he were in China. Right, let's take a break and come back. Speaking of lost hope in Michigan, real fast, you said your mom uh, had a racist issue in Michigan? Surprisingly, yes. Uh, in my hometown, Fowlerville, where I grew up, there were no black people, no, I, I think, one or two Spanish people, very, very little diversity in Fowlerville, Michigan. Uh, it's grown a little bit since I left. But the people that were there in the quote-unquote good old days are still there. And uh, my mom says that she goes to a nail place to get her nails done. And there's a black lady working there now, right. which is a, a huge thing in Fowlerville. A black lady's come here to make a living. Watch out. All right, let's take a break and come back. So the there's, issue. There's issue with the black lady working on nails. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. So much more to get done in the hideout tonight, plus whatever you got. And a special thanks to Trinity Tattoo, hooking up Hideout Heretic Nightmare Dave with the hideout logo on his chest, Superman style, myspace.com slash trinitytattooco 
407-659-0000. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. It's a hideout Monday night. We are live. Be a part of uh, the most entertaining. Um, wait, hold on. I lost it. I gotta learn our um, yeah. catchphrases. The it's best sucks. nighttime entertainment in Orlando. And the funniest night show in America. We gotta say it with more conviction. But yeah. Uh four oh seven nine one six one oh four one triple eight nine seven eight one oh four one star one oh four one on your singular wire. I've never been a great salesman, you know that. No, no. I just sit here. Uh by the way, are we gonna tell your your racist uh your mom racist story in a second about mm-hmm. her and her nail salon in mid Michigan? Butch, by the way, your mom's gonna be here tomorrow. To- I have to go pick her up in the morning tomorrow. For how Today- many days? Seven. Uh <laughs> Today is like uh, my bachelor party, you know, where I'm just trying to live it up for one more night before I get drugged into hell. Hey, do you want to take your mom out um, Wednesday night with the heretics? No. She'll go out for a drink, won't she? Maybe. I, well, think about it. I will. By the way, I want to. We were just talking about the GM job cuts, mm-hmm. and Tommy brought up something interesting in the office. Um, technology that isn't isn't where you where it should be. Like we thought it was. And I know I say it all the time, but cars I just really don't think are where we all thought they would be. Well, the funny thing is you still kind of use the same formula for uh, making an engine that you did back in uh, the uh, the 30s and 40s. You know, the engine really, I mean, it's changed, but it hasn't changed in its, you know, truest form. Right. And I was just thinking, like, other stuff. What was it you said, Tommy, that really isn't where you thought, like, the technology isn't what you thought it would be? Uh, Like, radio, like, with the uh, signals and cell phone signals. Because every time I go out, I'm always, like, jumping around and hanging my head over to the side and looking like an idiot just so I can send a text message or, like, try to hear someone on the other line. Yeah, when we went to New York, uh, I I thought there was a big problem with my phone uh, when we moved down here because my battery doesn't last at all. Uh, when we went to New York for the weekend, my battery barely went dead. It's just my damn apartment, and while my phone's in my apartment, it dies after charging it in an hour and a half without even using it. Here's the ironic thing. In Manhattan, mine was on the fritz. It kept shutting off and on and randomly taking uh, rapid photos. Well, you know, I only care about myself, and I thought it, mine worked great, so I thought the... Uh, yeah, all of a sudden, uh, Sprint's okay up there. It's great up there. Yeah, we were up there for one weekend out of the year. We're down here. The majority mm-hmm. of the time in yours is screwed. That merger, I, that merger of Nextel was uh, just a great idea. You, gotta, you can't blame that on Nextel because it sucked before Nextel. No, I'm, I'm saying I, when I was in New York, I thought it was a great idea. No, I see what I'm you're a, saying. I was a big fan of Sprint when I was in New York. I get back here and... Is there anything else besides like cars, cell phones... What is it, radio signals you have an yeah, issue like with? Yeah, like sometimes you go under, not so much here, but back in D.C., some bridges you'd go under, you'd lose like yeah, the radio, the FM signal for like 30 seconds. Well, I love to listen to uh, to the monsters in uh, Shannon while I'm working out over here at RDV, and I, I, I'm constantly losing, like I'm, like I'm in the middle of a bench press, and then I hurry up and just rack it so that I can uh, hear what the boys are saying. 
So yeah, you just it seems kind of off a little bit. And you'd think satellite radio would somehow be better, but satellite radio is like AM. Like, you know, where if you have any block of that signal, like an AM signal, you got nothing. Yeah, and how outdated is AM radio? Like, I have one of these Walkmans that doesn't even get AM radio. It may as well, they may as well not even include it. Yeah, they, uh, AM radio, I, actually, I, I kind of enjoy listening to AM, but you can't get it anywhere unless you're sitting out in the middle of the field. Right, you have to be in a tractor mm-hmm. or driving cross-country to get it. Why do people still listen to AM? Because I mean, there's still some good shows on AM if you like. Uh, but why not just put those on an FM? Because the old, I agree. Because the old people haven't died yet. That's why. George Noy prefers AM. Okay. Whatever. It's so stupid. He's AM. no Art Bell though. The great thing about AM, it just reaches so far usually. Yeah, I mean usually, but it reaches far. But like you said, you have to be outside holding up a coat hanger. Mm-hmm. In order ah, to get just it. Just like you just gave an abortion. Oh, no, why? Screaming victory. Shock jock. Sweet victory. The hell? That's nothing to do with AM radio signals. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. It's thinking about that technology that isn't there. And did, didn't you think, too, like whenever you look in the movies and you're watching the movies... And they have where the machines are actually performing the surgeries, and the mm. doctors are there just, I guess, making sure that the machine doesn't completely destroy they're, you. They're basically just watching the uh, the screen and uh, seeing what the machine's doing. They're watching TV the whole time. They're doing the same thing you're doing when you're watching it on TV. I figured they'd have a better way to put fires out by now. Seems like it takes hours to yeah. put buildings out. How how crazy is it? Do we still throw a big bunch of sand on a fire? We don't have any like chemicals that'll put it out faster. Yeah, but and we still have to send people inside. Now you know what they do with they you snort the hot sauce and you do a milk. How come they don't spray milk to put out fires? I think it's a spice thing, not an actual heat thing. No, maybe it is. Maybe milk would work better than water. It's an interesting theory. Yes, Putin. So would full cream work better than milk? I think so. How but that'd be think? more expensive. And it would be harder to get it out of the hose. So if we build buildings out of cheese, they're inflammable. They'll melt, though. No, they would they not. Won't, they won't start on fire, well, but hey, they'll melt down. Don't be but stupid. But if you keep crackers in hand, that's one tasty fire. Don't be stupid. <laughs> and by the way, you could get Doritos and you make some real nice nachos. But that's mm. different. Grilled cheese sandwiches. I'm talking about this. Bread on the sidewalk. Because we all know milk isn't really good for you. Milk's great for you. No, it's not. It's a lie. So here's what we do then. And how about this? How about all the spoiled milk? You know there's a lot of spoiled milk out there. So why don't you get all the spoiled milk? Because what about what happens? To, or do you, is that what they turn into yogurt, the stuff that's on the shelf? Yeah, what do they do with that spoiled milk? Do they just pour it down a drain somewhere? Here's what they had to do. Pour it into fire engines. Or make a car that runs on spoiled milk. All right, here you go. Get cat. All right, you can do that too. See, GM, see, you should be working for GM. Mm-hmm. You would have made... About $500,000 for that idea alone. In fact, let's make sure we copyright this. Yeah, just even mentioning that idea would have got me paid. Patent. Spoiled milk cars. Actually, at this point, I'm so, like, dejected, I would just settle for low-fat food that tasted decent. That's true, too. The, I, like, I, like the, I like those car bars and that kind of stuff, <sighs> but they get really old really quick. There's just the taste of them. You, can, you think, oh, yeah, I'm eating this one. It tastes just like chocolate. Three three uh, days later, when that's all you've had, 
It's the nastiest chocolate in the world. I, I really want to do a test about seeing what can put a fire out the fastest. Milk or water. Get a firefighter on the phone. I know we got firefighters who listen to the show. Why don't we just start a little one in uh, in the studio with like you know a couple bum cans, you know where people where bums keep warm. Here's the thing though, I can see it going wrong. I can see us beer burning down the Clear Channel compound. All right, I got it. Okay, let's see what gets it up. What quicker. are you doing over there, chunks? What are you doing? Put that out. What? I'm just trying something. It's gonna light his back hair on fire. <laughs> I'm just trying something. Get some milk. Get some milk. <laughs> Speaking of milk, what is splattered all over your back, Chunks? It looks like you just had a mandate. Really? Yeah, there's something white all over your back. <laughs> yeah, I was... How come nobody told me before? Are you... Hold on. Oh, what the hell? How come don't nobody told me before? Come here, let me show Hefe. You moron. Get in here. Yeah, I, we were walking behind him. Tommy goes up to me. Hey, look at Chunks' back. What, what the hell is all over it? So me and Putin were sneaking behind him before the show looking... What right up by his neck. Yeah. It's the soap. Was that your girl? Is that a? Was that shirt your girlfriend for the night over the weekend? Oh, he was somebody's girlfriend last night. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's what it looks like. He tells him to shout. I'm shell, a dude to take home. The shout shooter. <laughs> Jeff and Deland, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, Jeff? What's up, fellas? What you got, dude? Well, I'm a firefighter. I just want to lend some information you guys might have to your firefighting debate. Yeah. So uh, what you want to know? All right. Could milk work better than water? I've never heard of any kind of actual experimentation with uh, trying to put milk on a fire instead of water. We use uh, either water or several different types of chemicals to put out fires, but never actually any kind of milk products. I, I'm thinking we should go to milk. I think it's easier. That way we're not wasting so much water. And you know whenever there's a fire anyway, whatever ends up getting soaked and drenched is going to be ruined, so it's not like you got to worry about ruining it with milk. Or how about you do this? The old cliche, fire, fire with fire. You yeah. think that would work? I mean, they they say that's how you have to do it. You have to fight fire with fire. So just run into a burning building with a big flaming stick in your hand. But then you have a whole new problem with okay, do we use whole milk? Do we use two percent, one percent? What do we use then? Whole, always I, whole. The I big think, red cap. Yeah, I think you always go with the red cap. <laughs> you got the red cap for the red uh, fire engine. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jeff. All right, Mike and Deland here in the hideout on Radio. What's up, Mike? Uh, yeah, I was just calling about the whole milk thing. Mm-hmm. That would not be a good idea. But uh, why, is why that? not? Think about it. All right, you got a firefighter. They go into a, into a burning building. They come out all wet from the water anyhow, because the you know what doesn't hit the fire itself hits them. Mm-hmm. They're gonna smell like spoiled milk. Oh, yeah, well, That's I mean, enough to make anybody puke. You well, might as well just puke. Yeah, on the and then, fire and and then they're out. gonna be puking on the fire too. It's doing two different things to the fire, and, and eventually I, it's gonna put it out. I guarantee you, if you puked on a fire, it would go out. That I know for a fact. I, All that stomach acid? I read it somewhere. The American uh, Medical Association Journal. Mm-hmm. I saw Look that. it up. I subscribe. Look it up, people. Don't tell me we don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> we know. We know we know fires like Dubs' mom knows racism. Yeah. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Tell you that next. It's a Hideout Room Radio 104.1. Monday night in the hideout, Road Radio 104.1. star one oh four one. If you have a singular wireless phone. Alright, another thing about firefighters using milk instead mm-hmm. of water. Afterwards they can sit around and have some cookies and milk. Or maybe 
cottage cheese and crackers. Oh, uh, s'mores. Benny and Ormond Beach, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, Benny? No, this is Danny. Oh, Danny. What's up, Danny? Hey, how you doing? Hey, uh, Michigan native. Wanted to say, uh, give a little shout-out to the, uh, the gentleman from up north. Uh, grew up around mm-hmm. Westland, had a restaurant there for uh, since 1921, my grandfather did. Whoa. And long, long time ago, one of the, uh, the cooks that uh, started me out on my road told me that milk was much better than uh, water. Number one, water floats to the top, so mm. the grease can still burn. Right. Um, used to have a big old double broiler, and any time we had any type of a flare-up and that, Pour some milk on there, buttermilk, the better. It's thicker. Mm-hmm. Uh, gets to the source, puts it out. Well, so, I, uh, I knew I would, it. I would use uh, milk or somebody would... else uh, uh, also said uh, if you use uh, like the pink pink soap that you see in restaurants. Mm-hmm. Right. That's a lot worse cleanup, though. Milk, not bad. I would use milk, milk, and lemonade, then around the corner, oh. fudge is made. All right. Thank you, Benny. That's what I would use. That insult on kids. Salt on kids? That insult. Oh. I thought you were talking a whole other thing, a whole other admission with <laughs> you in a Walmart bathroom. Well, I do calm crackers, and I like to throw a little okay. uh, saltines. Okay. That's what All I call righty. That's, when, I go to a, when I go to a uh, a hot topic, it's just full of saltines. Hey, what if you use chocolate milk? By the way... Uh, do you do you people in Fowlerville, Michigan, where you grew up, do you guys only prefer the white milk as opposed to the chocolate milk? You're that racist? Well, buttermilk is the best, you know, buttermilk or uh, skim. You like something real pure? Very pure, you know, maybe straight from the teat. Uh, have you ever had milk like that, by the way? No, not interested. It's terrible. Not you never sure have it. When it mixed with, like, blood and mold and all that kind of crap. Yeah, it's just all the stuff coming right from the, uh, from the uh, udder. All right, so your mom's coming into town tomorrow. Yeah, uh, I was talking with her today, kind of just uh, setting up, seeing if I needed to go buy anything more because I went shopping uh, for groceries and everything on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was just, you know, talking with her, and she got on the subject somehow of her going to get her nails done. And there's a black lady working in there oh, doing nails. Oh, black and, lady. Oh. Uh, dun, 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 dun. Um... <laughs> There's a black lady uh, working in Fowlerville. Uh, right. Fowlerville is basically an all-white town. It's been, uh, when I wor- lived there, uh, I think there was one black dude that lived there. Or as uh, Putin calls it, heaven. <laughs> and uh, it's kind of uh, making s- sort of a shift there now. And I guess there's a black lady working in the nail salon in Fowlerville, Michigan. Uh, my mom goes on to tell me a few things about this. Uh, one that a couple of her friends refused to go in there and be uh, customers of this place because of the black woman working on nails. What? Even though that they wouldn't go in there to get the nails done, they'd only go in there for a haircut, which has nothing to do with nails, I guess, just because they employ a black lady. How long has a black lady been working there? I would guess just uh, no more than a year. Yeah. Wow. And also... Which leads me into a more disturbing angle, because this has more to do with my family. Um, my mom took my little brother in there when she got her nails done. And she was, and I quote her, a little worried of what he might say. My little brother is, I believe, 14 years old. Oh, no. He's a little racist in the making. Yeah. Trying to be like Big Brother. 
I'm not a racist, please. Does he want us to burn this so he can put it in his iPod? I'm sure. I'm sure you'd love it. Laughing like a maniac. Are you two going to shave each other's heads? If need be. Burn swastikas into our chest. Now your little your little brother was he um was he really scarred when he sat there and he shouted no as you did the curb kick when you were in Fowlerville growing up? Yeah, he was a little uh, and then he decided to uh, join the same group that uh, I did um, while I was in prison. I learned a valuable lesson while being raped. He knows Cameron Gray. Don't feed me your lies. All right. So I I don't understand. Where does your little brother get this? From your mom? From no, Mullet from, Joe's from Mullet father? Joe. Mullet oh, Joe, definitely. No. Mullet Joe claims that he has reason to be racist because he was beat up by black people as a kid. <laughs> Even though I don't know if he's ever lived anywhere outside of Fowlerville. So I would venture to say the only reason he would ever be beat up by black people is because he went to a black neighborhood talking smack. That's only my guess, and now he has justification because... And I love how you're going to hate an entire, entire race because group of people. A couple of people beat your ass, probably for good reason. Because I know you, you son of a bitch. You probably deserved it. And, like, Mullet Joe ain't gotten his ass beaten by white folks either. <laughs> you know he has. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Mullet Joe has the biggest identity issue in the world because he's whiter than white. But he claims to be Indian. I, this is a guy who used to, who was with your mom for a long time. Yeah, like 10 years he dated my mom. And he's actually uh, my little brother's real dad. Right, and but, still hangs out with them a lot and spreads the uh, the hate. Okay, so is your little brother coming in on the show? Yeah. I think we can bait him into, like, I want to play this bit with them. That we're really into the racist stuff. And, like, that we encourage it. And I want to see how far... He will go into his racism and see how far he's been uh, taught living in Fowlerville. All right, so 14-year-old kid, bring him on the air, my little brother, bait him into some racist, racist right, comments. Why would you want to do that? To prove a point. Because my mom doesn't think he's racist. I'm like, Mom, you were worried. So what does he say? I don't know. I haven't got... he. Made some. <laughs> Last time I was home, he made some nose and lips jokes uh, about different races, and I put him in his place. What? Place. Yeah. So I know we can bait him into some uh, some just terrific racism. Terrific. <laughs> it's not going to be terrific. It's going to be telling, but it's not going to be terrific. <laughs> All right, Lester Bighan says that he was beaten by black people all his life, and he hates colors, too. Like, you're black, Lester, and it was probably your mama beating you, and you probably deserved it. With a spatula. Oh, boy. Now, also, my little brother, a little more telling about his racism, is afraid to fly from Flint, Michigan to Orlando tomorrow and claims there are barely no Arabs sitting next to me. <laughs> You realize there are people saying, you got darn right. <laughs> you better believe it. Oh, man. Actually, for some reason he said, 
Iranians. They're better not be any Iranians. Well, I wouldn't trust an Iranian either. But like they've had they had anything to do with 9/11 or anything like that. I know. Well, somehow he he uh, bought the whole Bush thing in Iraq and Iran and the school system ah. so so poor in Michigan. Well, you know, uh, at least he's able to fool 14 year olds. Our our great commander in chief. Okay, so he's afraid of a terrorist flying from Flint to Orlando. Yeah. Like, that's like the main uh, target for Al-Qaeda right now or something. Right. That specific destination. <laughs> Imagine killing more meaningless people, you know? <laughs> people that probably should die anyway. All right. Don't say that. Well, they if have nothing to your, live for. If you mean your family, Exactly. Yes. They have nothing to live for. They aren't serving any uh, kind of purpose in this world anymore. They've squandered any kind of uh, chance of survival in the regular world outside of Fowlerville, Michigan. They're a nice little bubble. All right, let me recap this then. Mm -hmm. It's a hideout row radio 104.1. Your mother. Yeah. Coming to visit tomorrow, bringing your little brother. Mm -hmm. Your mother's having issues going to her favorite nail salon because a black lady works there. No, she and, and none of her friends want to go. That's the bigger deal. She has no issue. She goes there every week and gets her nails done. By the black lady? Yeah. She has no issue with it, but she uh, suggested it to uh, her uh, friend to go there and get her nails done, and the friend was none too happy about it. And then she's afraid to take your little brother in there because he may say something racist. Yeah. And then your little brother's talking about the Iranians better not sit next to him on the flight from Flint yeah. to Orlando. I just wanted to make sure I heard everything. That's that's the uh, and these people are gonna be staying with it. you for seven days. Seven days, seven days of that kind of terrific uh, conversation. All right, Lester Big Hands asks, "Can I pick your family up from the airport, Dubs, please?" <laughs> and it was all in caps with a bunch of exclamation points. You know, it'd be funny if he was just sitting in my passenger seat. See what they would say. Hey, this is a Lester. Here's what I want. I want Lester. <laughs> I want Destro. I want all of them up here. Just to just to like just to sit here and look at your little brother. That why I want them all holding pipes in their hands, like just like the most stereotypic thug type uh, like uh, thing going on. Do rags, lead pipes, and Swisher sweets. All of that going on, and just see how much they freak out over it. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star one zero four one in your singular wireless phones. They're in your house for how long? Seven days. The only good thing, your your little brother sounds like a psycho. Hopefully Sadie Lou will end up skinned and dead and Actually, buried somewhere. He, he loves cats. If you ever notice, the real psychos always enjoy animals and hate humans. Man, that's true, too. I will take a break. We'll come back. Hey, Chunks, let's come back with the guest. We'll come back with the lady... Um, from Prevention Magazine, talking about how uh, we should not overstuff ourselves. Like some tips on not to overstuff mm -hmm. yourself for the ho for the uh, holiday, Thanksgiving coming coming up on Thursday. Quick break. We come back. It's a Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Give me the microphone first so I can bust like a bubble. Captain and Lone Beach together. Monday night in the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. LHF and J Dubs. Come on in. 407 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. All right, Dubs, we were talking about your mom coming to town for the Thanksgiving holiday. Yeah, and I went and bought food for it this weekend. 
Uh, what do you guys eating? Uh, I bought a turkey, uh, some of the uh, cheesy potatoes. Um, Who's cooking, your mom or your chick? Uh, probably me and my chick. I'll probably cook the turkey. She'll cook everything else. Stuffing, you know, um, pumpkin pie. The regulars. Hmm, nice. I was listening to Shannon Burke's show today while I was working out, and uh, I heard them talking about from the time you sit down at the uh, at the table to the time you get up, the average American will intake 7,100 calories. Nice. Mind you, uh, a normal person, you're supposed to have, well, you're supposed to live off between, anywhere between two to 2,500. And in one sitting, they have almost triple that. Right. And that's just from the time you actually, you're actually sitting down mm. and eating. Not to mention the, the con- snacking uh, the, while you're eating your uh, your food during the parade, right? And, and of uh, the course, football game, the Lions, the Cowboys. It's a non-stop day of eating, and then you fall asleep and feel like a, a animal. Right. You wake up with a headache. Matt Albert brings up the chitlins. Don't forget about the chitlins. Um, joining us in the hideout, J Dubs, to talk about a way that we can try to circumvent and. Well, not take in all these calories. From Prevention Magazine, um, editor Marianne McGinnis. Marianne. Hey there. Welcome to the hideout. How are you? I'm great. Thanks. So you've heard of the 7,100 calories just from the time that you're sitting down. That was a big thing that came out today. I know. It makes my stomach hurt. I I mean... makes me hungry. That's the other (laughs) thing about it, too, honestly. What is it with just the gorging and this the gluttony of Thanksgiving? Why is that even part of it? I mean, we, we can talk about that later, but what's a big way to maybe try to not have that happen, Marianne? Well, you know, I think one thing, and maybe this is harder for guys, you tell me. I, I think a great thing that, that you can do is, you know, offer a helping hand. Get away from watching the game or at least stand up and pass out drinks to other people or yeah, that won't help happen. serve dinner. So you know what I mean? So you're not just gorging the whole time. But it's, I'm sure, because this is the average American, so it's not just men, it's also women, too. I would assume women are probably busy snacking in the traditional families where they're, you know, where they're cooking or well, everyone's gathered together cleaning up that kind of stuff. In the normal area, there's like uh, probably 12 people over uh, eating right. as a family, and right. only one person's usually running around doing all the cooking. So right. you got the rest of them just gorging themselves, sitting there doing nothing. And nothing says... Uh, I want to celebrate kicking a uh, entire uh, race off their land in a nice big meal. Right. Right. Let's celebrate genocide with uh, gluttony. Um, Marianne McGinnis from Prevention Magazine. All right, first of all, just the holidays, period. Everybody works so hard to lose weight, and then they all fall off right in this about last six weeks of the year. How much weight do people usually gain in these final six weeks of the year? You know, I don't have exact numbers for you. I think the study I read last year was anywhere from 5 to 15 pounds you can put on, and it's really hard to lose that weight. We're, we're much more made to put on weight, not to take it off. So the, the less you can put on every year, the more likely you're going to be able to maintain a healthy weight. 5 longer. to 15 pounds. Yeah. That's insane. I, if they're hideout interns, it's 50 pounds. Have you seen the way that Putin has blown up? It's really. I oh, know. He keeps on getting bigger. I, you know, that's uh, 5 to 15 pounds. Just imagine going around, going over to a gym, and just picking up like a 15-pound dumbbell, mm-hmm. and just walking around with it all day, and just how stupid and tiring it would be if you threw it in your backpack. Or say, you know, 
you cut off your foot or something, or both your feet, and weighed those. That'd probably be about 15 pounds. Maybe that's how you lose it. Yeah. Maybe that's just the way you get around it. On New Year's Day, you say, mm-mm, and cut them off. Um, well, I mean, we're really talking, people start from from Halloween, right? Oh, when yeah. When you start gorging on the candy all the way through, that's almost four months, you know? Right. No, I got you. Uh, Marianne uh, McGinnis from Prevention Magazine. All right, so... Is the thing maybe people, they pick up the exercise routines a little bit more during these six weeks, or is it more about just cutting how much you're eating? Well, I think it's both, and I think it's hard. Some people, it's all or nothing. So the holidays come, and you can't stick with your hour a day, so people just bag it. Instead, you know, minimize it. Still get out there for 20 minutes. Doing something is better than doing nothing. That's always a great rule of thumb. Here's the thing on Thanksgiving Day when I was growing up, everyone would always go outside and we'd all the men and boys would play and football. Play football you right? know? And that was a good way to mm-hmm. build up, you know, burn a few calories before you're gonna take those all in. Now all the men and boys sit inside and play Madden football. Right. Yeah. We're all in front of our PS twos and if you're lucky this year, the new Xbox three sixty mm-hmm. and that's what you're doing instead. So Mary Ann McGinnis from Prevention Magazine, let's say it's Thanksgiving Day, it's this Thursday, all right? Mind you, by the way. That on Wednesday night, everyone is drunk, taking in all those calories, too. And yeah. then the pizza, trying to sober up, to drive home. So you got all that happening on Wednesday night. Then it's Thursday morning. Is there anything you can do in the morning, maybe to not be such a uh, a fat pig in the afternoon? Well, yeah. First of all, drink lots of water. Then before you're going over... Of course, you're hungover. Right, have that's a, true. Right. Have a, little, uh, have a little something with protein. Okay. And that'll keep you full. So, and again, when you're over at the house, if you're going to snack on something, have a handful of nuts rather than pretzels Mo. and chips. It'll fill you up a little bit more. Right. I Slow s- you down a little bit. All right. So maybe even like a protein shake That'd or a bar. I mean, I mean, but, but that's not realistic so for most people. What we need is protein and nuts. Okay. Come on. <laughs> okay. Can you, can you act like you're a, a, an adult just for two seconds? Um, all right. So let's say we're uh, Mary Ann McGinnis from Prevention Magazine. Let's say we've done a decent job. I mean, because turkey can't be all that bad. Maybe you, you watch the gravy, maybe take in a little bit more of the vegetables. I watch a, it slide right down my throat. That's why I watch the gravy do. As opposed to, uh, you know, the, the sweet potatoes and the marshmallows and stuff like that. I play Jaws with my gravy boat, and I just dunna, dunna, and drink the whole thing down. So then you to dessert time. Is that what really ends up getting people, this, the, uh, all, the, uh, all the desserts that are there on the holiday? You know, I think it's really the whole thing. The the here's the bad guys: those sweet potatoes that are drowned in marshmallows and and maple syrup, the dressing, the mashed potatoes and gravy. You're fine with the chicken, the turkey, the white meat turkey is the way to go on that. Load up. There's always veggies. Cranberry sauce is great for you. When you get to the dessert, stick with the pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie lower in calories, better for you. Has tons of beta carotene in it. Pecan pie and apple pie, bad guys. All right, those Try are the good ones, though. No, I love the do? pumpkin pie. Really? The pumpkin pie is my favorite. Great. Uh, You're in luck. Yeah, pecan is the way to go oh. for me constantly. I love pecan, too, but it's the worst. It's the highest in calories. All right, so how about this? How about we just don't celebrate this year? And everyone goes to the movie and starves themselves, pretending like they're in Dufour. And then you're eating all that popcorn, though, with that extra butter. That's better than 7,100 calories, uh, calories in one meal. Not when they have free riffles on those uh, popcorn tubs. Hey, how about that, Marianne? Uh, Marianne McGinnis from Prevention Magazine. What if people did something simple, like said, hey, on Thanksgiving, as far as liquids go, only water. Would that help cut out a lot of calories? It would. It would help cut out a lot, at least interspersing. So you have a beer, have a glass of water. 
Have oh. a beer, have a glass of water. At least do that so you're cutting it in half. Because I bet a lot of it, for a lot of people too, Dubs, like, like I don't drink a lot of sodas. But you right. figure, all right, I'm sitting here, I'm watching the football game, the Lions are getting beaten, they're getting their heads beaten in again. Uh, what's one soda going to do? I'm already having all this turkey and a gravy. Maybe I'll throw in a soda. But then you start having three or four sodas before you know Maybe you've packed on an extra 1,000 calories right there in soda, right? You're right. I'll tell you the best diet secret out there in the world is if people can cut out soda, you will tend to lose weight. Mm -hmm. Soda, your body doesn't register it. So you have that 1,000 calories, your body doesn't even know it. So you go ahead and you eat extra. Okay, see, that's what I'm talking about, the liquid calories, just cutting those out. Uh, you're a personal trainer, so you know all this stuff, huh? Right, right. Uh, that's awesome. All right, Prevention Magazine, Marianne McGinnis. All right, realistically, I want to ask you, because you got this credentials. You uh, you, t- you cover the fitness, parenting, weight loss. You're a certified personal trainer. All right, what are you eating on Thanksgiving? What is Marianne McGinnis from Prevention Magazine eating? You know, you'll hate me because I'm one of those people. We really have toned it down. I love to make, and I'm not kidding, I like to make a really delicious salmon dinner. I do risotto and salmon oh. and veggies. And we do, we actually have the old tradition. We still go out and play football at halftime. So right. we really do those things. What's the point? I mean, why would you even keep that tradition if you're going to cut out the turkey completely and have salmon? <laughs> Here's the thing. Can I come not, over to your I'm house? I'm not a big bear. I, come I, on over. I want to come play with you guys. Here's the thing. Well, last year, Dubs, uh, you, me, and your chick, we all got uh, from Whole Foods. Remember? Mm-hmm. And we, we oh, ordered, I love Whole Foods. We, we ordered the entire Thanksgiving meal from Whole Foods. And I remember actually feeling very good on Friday because I wasn't bogged down in all the crappy stuff uh, from the day before. Do you remember the year before uh, that Thanksgiving? Uh, We had odd burgers instead. (laughs) We didn't even have turkey that year. Here's what I'm doing this year. Steak, burger, maybe some grilled chicken, some potatoes and vegetables. I'm not even going the whole traditional route. I don't even like it because I'm not going to be a part of something. I'll tell you what. I got this, like, big turkey breast thing, and I'm cooking it on the grill. Ooh, those are really good. Yeah. Really? That's good for you too. It tastes very good too. That's all white meat. So mm-hmm. you're all white meat, and I'm gonna. And now this is probably gonna be bad. I'm gonna put some uh, barbecue sauce on it while I'm cooking that's it too. That's not bad. Okay. Yeah, that's not the totally okay. Actually, it's light barbecue sauce too, so it'll be fine. All right. So I'm coming over when. Oh, anytime. Come uh, on. I'm talking to my partner. He oh, okay. won't even, Yeah, he's not even. <laughs> he's not inviting me over for his holiday. Um, uh, Prevention Magazine, Marianne McGinnis. Hey, I appreciate it. Here's the, here's the problem. Most people aren't going to be taking the advice, but I like to at least put it out there and let people know That's that all you can do. there are options other than probably a total. If it's 7,100 calories from the time you actually sit down to the time you get up, I bet you on Thursday the majority of people are taking in 10,000 calories in one day. Ugh, move slowly if you eat that much. That's dangerous. Because you, you could die, right? Heart attack city, really. Uh-huh. But you don't have to be a complete whack job and just eat salmon. No, you don't. <laughs> Not like me. Um, all right. Fly says uh, he has a handful of nuts for Mary. Okay, that's not good. Never mind. That was on my instant messenger. All right, Mary Ann McGinnis, Prevention Magazine. Thanks for coming into the hideout. Appreciate it. Take care, guys. All right, bye-bye. It was knowledgeable stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the biggest thing, too. It's tough, though, man, because here's, here's the way I look at Thanksgiving, and I could be off. I believe it's an extra Sunday. It's an extra Sunday where I can actually watch the teams that I care about play football, even though I don't live in the city. Mm-hmm. So for me, like this year, more than likely, since you're not inviting me over, I'm going to find a nice bar with a good burger and fries and some beer, 
and it's going to be a Sunday afternoon with the Lions and the Cowboys, and then Thursday night um, alone crying. Tell me how that goes. I'd really like to hear about it. Yeah, well, I'd like to share it with you, except you won't invite me over. Hey, just don't call us and ruin our time. Okay? What do you mean, us? Oh. Is uh, Tommy I... going over? We might meet up a little yeah, later. Yeah, we we haven't made any official plans. You know, Chunks and I are having our, uh, our uh, Christmas, I mean, uh, Thanksgiving uh, party, and then we you know, might go over to Dubs a little later. You having a party on Thanksgiving? Can I go? It's, it's got to be really packed. Yeah, you know? my nest is, you know, it's got a lot of clothes and stuff. I mean, there's not much room at the nest. Good thing I didn't spoil the Christmas party thing. Oh. No, you were, ah, I thought you, it was a talkback. Damn it. You just said it. I just heard it. And I would have heard it in a talkback, too. All right, Dubs, let's take a break and we'll come back. And one more thing on this fit now, on the whole fitness issue. Actually, I'm going to throw it out there right now. All right, let's say, because we were talking about cars earlier. Let's say I came to you when you turned 16 mm-hmm. years old, and I said, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you one car. I'm going to give you this free car, and you can have this car for the rest of your life. But, and this is just the way the circumstances are set up, this is the only car you will ever get. How would you take care of it? You can't even buy a new car? Can't even buy a new car. Maybe you could buy some parts for it. Yeah, you can You can but, upkeep it. But this is your one car. We'll take a break. We'll come back. I want I want everybody to think about this. And we'll come back. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Two trailer park girls go round the outside. Round the outside. Round the outside. What the hell? It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. 407 and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. All right, callers are saying uh, Dallas isn't playing Detroit. I know that. Of course. That. They both play that day, every day, every uh, every uh, Thanksgiving. I'm from Dallas, and Dubs is from Detroit. I think we know that. Early game Detroit, late game Dallas. Gason, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What's up, Gason? Hi, Jay Dubs. You want to come over some beer and turkey Thursday, honey? What do you think about that? Hmm. I think someone wants to get stuck. You're right. I think someone does. All right, let's go over this. The rule of one. Here's what I'm calling it. Let's say, if you knew you were only going to get one car for the rest of your life, how would you treat it? Right, let's say it was a car, maybe an iPod, computer, like a house. But you're only getting one of these for the rest of your life. How do you think you would upkeep it? And you can't uh, replace it at any time. Now, maybe you could replace some parts. But you, you, the uh, the main thing, you can't. You can upkeep, you can't uh, complete go new. Do you think you would do it differently than the way you have your car now? Oh, definitely. Because, I mean, you have your van is pretty well off, but, I mean, you don't particularly... I don't do anything special with it. I mean, I change the oil, I do that, but, yeah, I don't use anything. I don't use the premium fuel. I don't do anything like that. Now, Chunks, what about you? I've seen your apartment, the Pink Monster. If you knew you could only have one of these things for the rest of your life, would you do anything differently about it? I'd like to say that I would, but I know I wouldn't. (laughs) So... And that's the honest truth. I, I know that I'm very lazy, and I would still treat it like so crap. So even though you know that when uh, that car's done, you'll never be able to drive anywhere again? Yeah. You still... I'm lazy. I mean, I, I, I'm not just BSing you, because look at my life. All right, let's go to Tommy over there. Tommy, would you treat things any You actually do a pretty good job of cleaning up. You probably maintenance everything fairly well, too. As long as I have the money... 
So recently, there's been no maintenance done, but uh, right. I keep waiting for that uh, $5 oil change to come around town, but it hasn't happened so far. Jake in New Jersey. Might as well just not change it if you're going to go with one of those. Yeah, you're in the hideout on road radio. We got Jake. What kind of car is it? What kind of car? I don't think Luxury. It's, yeah, let's say it's a nice car. Let's say it's a really nice car, and you're, that's the only one you're going to have for the rest of your life. Like what, a Lamborghini? Yeah, fine. Yeah, Lamborghini, whatever you want. You get to pick one car. Um... You don't know. You moron. Uh, here's Maybe a, if he drove, he could have an yeah, idea. But. Right. One ten speed. Uh, well, I'd put cards in the spokes. <laughs> um, I would keep the chain oiled, and I would uh, I'd make it look like Pee Wee's from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Francis. Here's the thing. All right. So you would pretty much like to think that you would, if it was the only one, you knew it was the only one. You would handle it with care. Of course, you'd handle it with care. You would definitely try not to get in an accident. You'd uh, avoid it at all costs, even though you do still at the time. But, you know, if you, if it gets banged up, it's replaceable. Well, then how come we don't do that with our body? Think about it. 7,100 calories in one sitting on Thanksgiving. You have one body. Maybe you could replace a part or two. And if it gets to that point, you're in serious trouble anyway. You know what I mean? It's not like replacing a spark plug or even a tire, you know. But you have one body in this life, and and it is your choice. The beauty of it is it's you know it's your choice what you want to do with it. But what's the point of having that nice Lamborghini if you can't go on a joyride every once in a while? No, that's true. Sure, you want to take it for a spin, park it in some uh, dirty garages. Mm-hmm. Of course, that's part of what life is about. But you got to think. You're not even giving it the real fuel that it needs, your body, for the most part. Hey, it says on the sign, economy's fine. 85 octane, I'm all about it. They don't even do 85 anymore. Damn them. The lowest they go is 86, and that's at the really, really cheap places. 85 was the best when they used to sell that. It was like... Ten cents cheaper than anything else. Look, I know by far I am not a healthy person. I try to be, but I'm not. I look at a guy like Putin. Putin comes in here into the office every day with his Slurpee and his chips every single day. And I'm thinking, what kind of fuel is that for your body? Now, here's the thing. He's sitting in front of computers. And but he's you know he's also got a job where he's going out he's delivering things he's active, and his body is living off of the sugar from the Slurpee, and the carbs from the nacho cheese Doritos and uh, whatever he skims off the top of his delivery order. Because I've heard he I don't do that. that. Yeah, that, that is wrong, dishonorable. You've never, you've never pinched a couple. I'd kill uh, a man if I saw a driver doing that. It's wrong to that's do. That's why you do a you few blocks away. Orders. They trust you to bring them food and dinner to feed them and their kids. And you you're are. talking about stealing food from the mouths of their children. Not really. Yes, you are. Just skimming. It's awfully defensive. Come on, you never seen like a nice little orange chicken there and grab a little uh, broccoli Absolutely for yourself? Absolutely not, sir. Wire. <laughs> Look at him looking over at the smirk. Here's the thing. I know I couldn't do delivery because I'd constantly be stealing a pepperoni. Trust me, I have. You just look in there, dull pepperonis stacked right on top of each other. They don't. They can't tell. No cheese is going to be missing. You just grab a couple pepperonis out there. Actually, uh, we used to make the big circle cheese sticks. I would eat both ends off of them, so it, it looked like that's how it was supposed to be. 
dirty. And no one would ever tell, would ever call and complain. So hi, that Real Radio 104.1. You know, the funny thing about Putin is when he first started here, I go, well, what kind of things are you interested in or what do you know a lot about? And one of the first things he said to me was fitness and working out. Really? Yes, and I've never understood where that came from. Because when he got here, he was... He wasn't in much better shape, but... But now he is... Maybe he hit it better back then. He's literally a walking pear. A healthy pear. Pears are good for you. High in antioxidants. I have a picture of you on the back of my underwear. Fruit of the loom. Yeah. Mike and Longwood, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, Mike? All right, man, I think I have an answer to your question here. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'm going to say that people are like cars and that we're we're under warranty till we're about 40. Right. That's when we run out of warranty. But before that, who cares, man? The dealer's going to take everything, so we can tear it up. We can eat like crap. See, here, you know, you end everything's up, cool. But, but then we hit the 40 mark, and we start having to watch what we eat because we're susceptible, and we got to pay for it. So... You know, but you until don't, then, screw it. But you, here's and here's the answer to that, Mike, and thank you for the phone call. That's like saying you got a new car and, I'm not going to change the oil as much as I should in the beginning because it's a new car. Oh, you see a lot of people do that. But then later on, you're going to pay for it. All right. Hire says, that's deep, Hefe. I'm going to polish my axle every day now. <laughs> <laughs> it's not exactly what I was going for. Well, you know, you gotta you gotta clean the carburetor out every once in a while. Gets gummed up. You ever go through the tailpipe? Sometimes you gotta, you gotta get it uh, brushed out like it's a chimney. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. He's a wire brush. Or a nice gerbil. Um, I've gone too far. There's no cleaning gerbils for a tailpipe. I was just wondering, though, <laughs> if you only had one something in, in, in one mo- gerbil. I don't understand what you're talking about anymore. I, I, I definitely wouldn't put it there. That's all I'm saying. That would hurt that poor gerbil. Oh, the only other reason I bring this up too is because I guess there was a study last week, and this is uh, obvious. Diet pills needed. Uh, diet pills need boost from exercise. So for the most part, they're saying two people, they had two sets of groups doing ex, uh, taking diet pills. One of the groups didn't exercise. The other group worked out for like 30 minutes a day, maybe like five days a week, something like that. And the difference was uh, 11 pounds lost to 27 pounds lost by the people doing the exercise. But still, the diet pills worked, just not as well. Right. No, I mean, it's true. It's absolutely true. Okay. Now, by the way, Hire says, I'm a driver for Papa John's. Says he eats so much, he doesn't even have to stock his fridge at home. Oh, yeah. When you work at a pizza place, you just take that stuff home. Do you get to do that? Is one is that one of the... Uh... It's one of the perks. You know, like uh, at the end of the night, a lot of times you'll you'll make up a bunch of prep pizzas just in case you get a late order. And, uh, you know, you don't... Because you, you clean up. And the dough really isn't that expensive or anything. So you have all these doughs made out. Well, and yeah. You're going to have to throw them away anyway. So you'll throw sauce on one and throw some cheese on it. And usually the manager or owner's cool with it. You know, we've, uh, we're number one with pizza delivery drivers. And we don't get as much pizza as we used to here in the Oh, I know. And I'm starving. I haven't had pizza in a while. 
Yeah, I used to um, steal uh, full cases of ribs from my old restaurant. No, that's I just that's go over the top. What the hell? Hey, they last you're walking out time. like you're a Flintstone. You throw it on the side of your car, it tips over. <laughs> yeah, but well, what I would do is I'd uh, tell the manager, like, because uh, I, I, I ran the kitchen sometimes, I'd say, oh, these are all expired, and I'd just take them home. For some reason, he always yells, I'm having a gay old time while, while walking out, too. Ah. You can tell that by the back of his shirt. Yeah, you get whatever you want from a restaurant. You get glassware, silverware, all See, that stuff in oddly, oddly enough, whenever he's having a gay old time, it looks like his hand's been on a bunch of ribs. So uh, red. I give up. <laughs> a brown from the sauce. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the thing, though. I've never worked in a restaurant, so I don't really know like all the stuff you could take. There are perks to working in restaurants. For one, you know, the food while you're there. And two, the food while you go home. You just never invite the manager over. And then they see a bunch of uh, boxes from Cisco. <laughs> yeah, I, in my house, I think I, from my restaurant, I took toilet paper, I took silverware, I took flatware. Yeah, that's the odd thing. You take stuff like solo cups, like side cups, that you'll never use at home. You just got all this crap laying in your uh, cupboard. Yeah, but you can just clean up. You can furnish your whole house from st- stuff from a restaurant. If a chair kind of breaks, you take that home. That's your bar stool set. It's fantastic. I didn't know you could do that. I thought that belonged to the company. A no. lot of times they'll give it to you or they'll say, hey, uh, we have all this extra stuff. You want to take it? Or the, uh, you know, we've only got like a couple good days left on this chicken. We aren't going to use it. Do you want it? All right, 407 and star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. There's a bone in front of me, I eat it. I genuinely didn't know that was the way to go. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. If you work at a, at a restaurant, you I don't know if Putin gets these same perks working, uh, getting the free food over at the Chinese place. Oh, From his comments back here, it doesn't sound like it. He's screening his phone calls. I love how we call them perks, but basically it's just stealing. Well, I mean, <laughs> sometimes it's stealing, but a lot of times you, you, this stuff's given to you, too. Yeah, that's true. It's always more fun when you stole it, though. Salt, oh, yeah. You, pepper. You, you hide it in the uh, trash can while you're taking it out, and you sit right next to the dumpster. What? You yeah. back your car up yep. and fill that trunk right up. <laughs> are you serious? Oh, yeah. The, restaurant owners are idiots for not having a camera right on that dumpster. If you got an apron, you cover up the stuff with your apron. <laughs> yeah. Heavy coat. Wintertime was the best. For some reason, you end up with a bunch of crayons used to color the uh, placemats. I had no idea. Boxes of soda. You just take the syrup for the hell of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for the hell of it? Yeah, you just sit there drinking the, the syrup at home and getting all whacked out on sugar. Are you kidding? Ah. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. I... I feel like I've missed out. Yeah. You have. You've never lived until you take a, a big bag of chocolate milk home. It's not even in a jug. It's in the big bag they put in the uh, in the thing. And then you have to drink it all at once because when you pop it open, there's no way to reseal it. So you just get, you're standing underneath a big thing of chocolate milk all drunk outside after a is that night. Is that the way it's made? What? In the bag? Yeah. No, they, they put it in the bag so they can put it in the dispenser so people just have to go up and push in the little button. To get the, uh... Oh, my God. All right, after working at one of these restaurants, do you think, do you like to go eat at restaurants anymore because you know how it's all done? Or does it matter to it you? It doesn't matter because you ate it back then, too. 
Yeah, you ate it. You ate it while you worked at the restaurant. You uh, people ate it, and you know what you're getting, but you don't care. Three Eyes in Orlando, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, Three Eyes? Hey, how you guys doing tonight? What's up, brother? Hey, everything's great, man. Listen, if you want a really good pie, I'm from Chicago. Mm-hmm. So I've had a lot of really good pies. Mm-hmm. But if you want a good pizza, there's a, a place called Specialty Pizza in uh, Baltimore Spring, right off 434. Mm-hmm. Call them, get their, they got a, a nine-piece special. It's really cheap. They make a very good thin crust pie. I tell you what. They, do you work there? Hey, Can you uh, sneak one no, out to No, I the... don't. I'm not. I'm not. No, I'm a carpenter. Oh, okay. I, I, have say, I, I order from them. When I'm hungry, man, I'll tell you what. I order from them all the time. They got their sausage. Three, is good. It's three eyes. Here's, yeah. what you, here's what you do. Break out your credit card. Call. Uh, and have them deliver it to 2500 Maitland Center Parkway. Or find someone to meet us by the dumpster, and we'll grab a free one. John Orlando, you're in the hideout. What up, John? Uh, yeah, we used to, I used to work at a sandwich shop chain, mm-hmm. and uh, we used to have perks, if you will, like five-pound bags of roast beef we used yeah. to take home. <laughs> and then uh, Mother's Day was coming up, so they have nice little tea sets. Mm-hmm. So got, got a little of that for my mom. Wow, I didn't even think about five-pound bags of roast beef. Thank you, John. Speaking of Mother's Day, uh, we had a bird bath in front of our restaurant, and uh, I took that, too, and gave it to my mom. (laughs) Yeah, I did. That's when I had my Explorer. So I just backed it up and lifted it up and gave it to my mom. She loved it. But for some reason, when you're working in these places, you feel like it's owed to you. Yes. And you don't feel like you're doing anything wrong. You took a bird feeder? Yeah, bath. no, a bird bath. The stone ones, yeah. <laughs> the ones that are like 300 pounds? Yeah, and granite. This, this one was aged a little bit, so I told my mom it was an antique. She loved it. You know, it was just nasty and dirty. I said, it's an antique. I paid a good penny for it. But, you know, I love you, mom. Only the best for you. Doesn't yeah. your dad listen online? Oh, damn. It's all a bit. <laughs> ah. Don in Orlando, you're in the hide at a real radio. Hey, how you doing? What's up, dude? <laughs> I, uh, when I was at the University of Florida, I worked in a pizza restaurant, and uh, this is what we would do, because we were all starving students. Right. You know, we, mm-hmm. All right, so uh, we'd have one guy, somebody, the designated um, idiot, would go out to the payphone, call in an order for pizza, and, uh, you know, it's like, well, what, is, what does everybody want? So uh, we'd call in a pizza order, and um, then, uh, strangely enough, no one would come to pick it up. And after a while, the uh, guy would go, son of a gun, nobody's picked this up. You guys want to eat this? Oh, yeah. dude, that's brilliant. That really is brilliant. It I, worked every time. That's a good one. Hey, thank you, Don. I appreciate it. You think that get that he's going to the same place every time and getting stood up? And then the same bunch of jackasses are standing there waiting for the free pizza. <laughs> Gary and Lake Mary, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, Gary? Not too much. What you got? I'm doing? just. Uh, I got a funny story. Uh, I used to work at a retirement home, and I used to be a server. Don't tell and, me uh, what you ate there. Uh, you no, sick bastard. Stop. My mom, uh, she had uh, a pool put in for Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. And she needs patio furniture, so out in front of all the residence homes, they had uh, patio furniture out there, so I stole two or three sets from uh, <laughs> old people at a retirement home. Dude, that you're going to help for. That's not justifiable, stealing from the old people. Uh, you, they, they see it, but they don't remember the next day when they have to make the report. 
Restaurants are great. It's like a like a um, department store. You can get furniture. You can get think, anything you need is there. Cleaning supplies besides gas for your car. You can't steal that though. What cleaning supplies? Oh, when I worked at a gas station for a while, we got free gas too. Yeah. <laughs> Market as a drive off. Really? Yeah. You can steal anything. I always have just kind of been afraid to. Nah. When don't. you worked there, for some reason, I always made it. Yeah, but even Justified when, I, even when I worked at Jobs, I felt guilty taking um, copier paper. The funny thing is, when you work at a job, sometimes you steal the craziest stuff, the stuff that doesn't mean anything. I used to work at a lumberyard. I'd steal two-by-fours. What am I going to do with a two-by-four? I don't build nothing. You're just a club, though. John, only from where I work. John in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What up, though? Jo- oh, Jordan. I'm sorry, Jordan. What's going on, guys? Hey, dude. Hey, uh, when I was in 11th grade, I worked for a steak and shake, mm-hmm. and I found out that my my chemistry teacher was like in love with the uh, the chili sauce there. So I snagged like a 20 pound bag of it, gave it to him, and he replaced it for a test grade. Oh, nice. nice. That's that's actually being resourceful. Good job, Jordan. Uh, let's take a break. Come back. More of these stories if you want. The other thing I want to get to too, Dubs. Mm-hmm. What uh, women consider cheating? I got the percentages, and here again, here's the list. Confiding in other women, dancing closely, flirting provocatively, getting private dances at strip clubs, engaging in cyber sex, and engaging in any sort of sexual contact. We'll hit that up next. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Monday night in the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. We are live. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Give a call in. So Hideout, the best nighttime entertainment in Orlando, especially if you're tailgating, I guess for the Xbox 360 release. People calling you Putin? Yeah, I've actually gotten like three calls uh, so far about people tailgating and camping out at various retailers. There, uh, th- that goes on sale tonight. Yeah. Wow. Apparently, I, idiots aren't waiting for the PlayStation Three. Uh, you know, we'll, that's let, what I'm waiting for. Let's talk about that here in a little bit, because Dub said he may have to go shopping on Black Friday. Mm. First, Tim and Castleberry, you're in the hideout. What up, Tim? What up, hideout? What up, dude? Uh, I got just got a quick story, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was working for a gas station chain, and uh, we had surveillance cameras. I was the only one there on a Sunday morning, so what happens? The power goes out. Well, power goes out, no cameras recording. Right. Next thing I know, my cousin pulls up who works there with me, and we commence to raiding the place for about six cases of beer and six <laughs> boxes of blunts <laughs> and uh, threw a party. Nice. And just because the power went out, that's actually, uh, did you do it there? Or did you took it like home that night and call your friends and be like, hey, look what we stumbled upon? Yeah, we... we well, my cousin didn't have to work. He showed up and picked everything up, took it back to his place. Oh, that's beautiful. And uh, they never kept stock of anything there. The whole place was crooked. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that was the same with uh, one of the places I was working for a while. We would uh, actually, whenever we'd have to go back to the cooler to get, like, uh, pepperoni or, like, uh, dough or anything like that, the beer was sitting right there. So we would just, you know, crack open beer, slam it real quick, and go back to work. Hey, Hell thanks, yeah. Tim. Appreciate it, buddy. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. All right, we can get to the sex thing in a second, Dubs. But since people are out there for this three sixty, you're going shopping on Black Friday. Yeah, I've been uh, put up to the task of going out at four a.m. to go shopping on Black Friday. By who? Eh, 
family. My chick. What does your chick want? A laptop. I guess they have one for like $380 over at uh, Best Buy. What? What? Why do you have to do it at four in the morning? Because they uh, they only have a limited stock, and people rush in there and just so you're ransack gonna, it. You're going to be one of those people we see on the news mm-hmm. oh, standing in line people. and hitting people over the head to I'm, get this. I'm wearing my Slayer shirt, and I'm going to turn that place into a mosh pit. All right, why are you shaking your head on this, Putin? God, just because I don't believe those sales, and I can't imagine dubs dealing with that i just think it's going to be a hilarious are you going to stay up what, what do you mean you don't believe those deals uh i don't know they just try and nail you with the rebates and stuff there, it's probably no no it's uh in store in there's, store there's no rebates i don't buy it believe it you've never been to a black I friday sale it. no they always have like just unbelievable things just to get you in the door all right here's what we're gonna do Little thing called a mini disc recorder, and you in line Friday morning on Black Friday at the Best Buy. I'm not even gonna go to sleep because I usually don't go to bed till four, so I'm just gonna go over there, wait, and uh, rock it like that. Oh, you could document the whole thing too when you're at home getting ready, getting ready to go out. Is your chick gonna go with you? Probably not. I'm the one that's up all that all night, so there's no reason to wake her up just to go out there. It's her laptop that you're getting. Well, it'll be ours. It'll be my porn on it. Wait, since it's yours, are you going to get anything from her? For I mean, is she going to like reciprocate this generosity? How about she keeps you up all night till four uh, using her mouth? My <laughs> mom's going to be in the house. <laughs> I'd have her. No. Oh, wait a second. <laughs> 407 Listen to that animal back there. <laughs> Screaming. Nice oral joke. Get some going. <laughs> Triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Sean, back <laughs> Sean and poor John here in the hideout. What's up, Sean? Hey, what's up, man? At four o'clock in the morning isn't gonna cut it. Last year I got there at midnight to get a computer for a hundred bucks, and there was already probably a hundred people oh, in line. Then my friend, I'll be there at eleven thirty. Oh, you know what, Dubs? Maybe just make a whole tailgating thing on. Want me to? I think Not you, only that, you can get a you can get a Dell for four hundred bucks any day of the week online anyway. That is true. I don't I don't shop online because <laughs> I don't have a computer. He doesn't have a computer. Thanks, Sean. It's hard. Right, is anybody uh, else gonna go do this? Anybody want to come with me? All right, which one are you going to? The Best Buy over here on four thirty six. Yeah. Now everyone's gonna rush over there. Oh please, like because we're saying it. <laughs> yeah. And if so, all the heretics go. How would you like that? Lester Big Hands, Misfit Matt, Zeppelin. I'll tell you what. Chick-fil-A John and John Locke. It'll part like the Red Sea for me to get over there if uh, the heretics are with me. You know the no her- one will mess with us. You know the heretics will beat people up so that you can get that $380 mm-hmm. laptop. You know Nightmare Dave is here. You know that he would step in line and say, excuse me. Uh, move it, move it. Do you know who this is? This is J-Dove. Stay away from the legend. I um, all right, Matt Albert's taking the over under on the number of swim moves you do while shopping. Oh, ripping and swimming is my one way of getting through any crowd. He says three. Oh, that's that's low, my friend. I say at least ten to fifteen. All right, Pack you, says that he's in. He's yeah? gonna, he's going to be there with you. Nice. Why don't we turn this into a whole little appearance for you? I like that. That way you can get that laptop paid for. 
If we can work that out, that'd be awesome. I'll broadcast live. Listen. One hour. Steven in East Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Steven? Hey, what's up? Yo, dope. Just talking about the people that will work on Black Friday tomorrow, on Friday. I I can even imagine what it's like to work oh. on that day. Said the store I'm working at, we open at 5 a.m. We have to be there four hours in advance. All right, which store do you work at? You want to give it a plug? You don't want to mention? No, I don't want to mention it. All right, that's fair enough. I got you. Is hey, all right, since you don't want to mention it, dude, how hell, how much of a hell is it on Black Friday? It is so bad. It was bad yesterday. And it's I guess it's already started too. Mm-hmm. Now, um, do you like laugh at the people when they're getting all upset over the frivolous crap that they're buying? Yes. It doesn't it just seem almost stupid. Yeah. You'll be laughing your ass off while I'm punching some old lady in her nose. And you will, too. Yeah. I know he will. Right, hey, thanks, Steve. Appreciate it, boy. Giving her a European uppercut. That's the one thing. Every time uh, around this time of year, I try and be extra nice uh, when I'm in a retail place because those people just look miserable that are working. They and, are. And you hear people like fat, old, rampant ladies yelling at them because they don't know... The exact specifications of some crazy electronic device, or, but they don't have it. Or they've run out of the uh, electric uh, uh, wheelchairs for them. <laughs> How sad is that when you can't even walk through a Walmart without using uh, one of those electric wheelchairs? You can't handle it anymore. And that's the only place that carries your size. Aaron and Lakeland, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, Aaron? What's up, guys? How you guys doing? Yo, do Good. Hey, man, I got an idea. Instead of having the uh, heretics move everybody out of your way, mm-hmm. why don't you have them all get there early and every one of them try and go and grab the same laptop you're getting? <laughs> that way you have one on hold. Uh, you know what? That's a very good point, Aaron. Thank oh, you, brother. If the heretics were nice enough to show up out there, I would uh, be out there with them. Yeah, you want to you yeah. hang out. I, w- I wouldn't send them out there as a uh, as my you know spot getter. Here's the thing, I and I genuinely mean this. I think us... More than any other show, um, probably in radio period, at least terrestrial radio, genuinely enjoys hanging out with our fans and like has become buddies with them. Yeah. <laughs> like every we're just going out hanging beer. Like we genuinely we love it. And so I'm sure if you really wanted to, all the boys would be there with you at Best Buy on Friday. <laughs> Everybody'd be drinking too. Oh yeah, please. Ginny <laughs> in Orlando, you're in the hideout. Bonfire what's, out what's there. What's up, Ginny? Hi, guys. Yo. I know exactly what it's like to work Black Friday because I've done it every year for the past four years. How, um, all right, tell me, give me a quick story about, like, how horrific it is. How horrific. Okay, my first Black Friday, I had just turned 18. Did your dad get mad? Oh, no, 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 no. That's we a different kind of Black Friday. Oh, okay. Our whole thing was is that the minute I had to get there, I had to be there by 4.30 in the morning. Right. And... To get there, there was, like, a crowd of people just, like, staring at me as I'm walking up to go, like, let myself in the door. And, I mean, these people are vicious. And they want to get in, and you're like, hey, i got to go in and at least turn on the lights for you and turn on the registers. Yeah, chunks. Um, exactly. And then, like, it's even worse when it comes to, like, the simple stuff. When, you, when you're at the register, and apparently you're not going fast enough for them. Right. Oh, dear well, Lord. Well, the, the problem with that is... They have other stores to hit and try to get the deals over there, too. So they're trying to get through that line to get to the next store. Yeah, chunks. Do, do they at least pay you guys uh, more money to work those crazy hours or no? Um. Well, I know I do, and I know a couple of us do, but we're also lead cashiers. 
And I think when I was just a regular cashier, yeah, I got a little bit extra in my paycheck for working that. But, I mean, there are some – for the past two Black Fridays, I literally started my day at 4.30 and ended at about 11.30 at night. Oh, wow. Right, that's awful. Hey, thank you, Jenny. Appreciate the phone call. Let's take a break. Come back. More of this. I didn't realize. Here's the thing. On Black Friday, I'm not leaving. I don't go out and do anything. I'll go to the gym. That's my. I don't go shopping yeah, the internet. The, that's what the internet is for. No, I don't. That's why I have to go get a laptop. Well, you can't come up here at the station. No, they don't put the AC on. Some sweat. It's gonna be animal. in the 60s. It's not like it's July. It's going to be. And here, it feels like July when they leave that air off forever. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Monday night in the hideout, Road Radio 104.1, Hefe and Dubs. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Be a part of the hideout, the funniest show in America, night show in America. Uh, you know what, Dubs? I was thinking about this, too. We're talking about Black Friday. Mm-hmm. And what would be worse? Working Black Friday at like a high-end jewelry store or at a Walmart? Walmart. You think so? Yeah. Because you still got the people coming in for the jewelry, like the Walmart jewelers. You know, they, they still come in there and ransack that. Oh, yeah. I didn't think about it. Walmart has jewelry? Oh, yeah. It's not real, is it? Sure is. It can't be real. It's not real. 407-916-1041, All right. Somebody was on the line asking if we were serious enough about the heretics that have them show up at our funeral. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, why wouldn't we? Any heretic could show up to my funeral. I would think so. I'd rather them there than my family. Definitely. It'd definitely be a better time. I like those boys hanging out doing that. Hey, speaking of heretics, Nightmare Dave is here. And I want to thank Trinity Tattoo for hooking up Nightmare Dave with the hideout logo on his chest. Uh, MySpace.com slash Trinity Tattoo CO. Or call 407-659-0000. They do great work over there. He won this as part of the CSI on WB-18. And you're going to Las Vegas. You got the round-trip airfare for two. You said you wanted to get married to your chick. Um, Do it out there. And also, too, you got the hotel stay. Let's see the hideout logo on your uh, your chest, Superman-style. Lift it up. Yeah, they put it a little lower. Right underneath your uh, your chest. Press. Right. <laughs> right underneath the boobies. Wow. That is huge. That is huge, and that is badass. Trinity Tattoo is amazing. You know, if you put a, a few stars on there, it'd look like you're the white Kamala. <laughs> you're right, it would. That is outstanding. You also got a little EG on your uh, left shoulder for Eddie Guerrero. Just passed. Man, that is great work. Those guys are awesome over there. Yeah, Chad, George, George was the one who took care of me, and he did an excellent job. Yeah, he definitely made it look nice. All right, they're on MySpace, Trinity Tattoo uh, CO. Uh, it's MySpace.com slash Trinity Tattoo CO or 407-659-0000. Nikki in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Nikki? Uh, hey, man, just want to say no, 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 no. That's what we want to say, too, every time you call. Not interested. No, no, no. 
All right, Dubs. So you're going shopping on Black Friday. Mm-hmm. We found out. And then your mom's coming into town, and you were telling me something about your chick and cleaning. Yeah, my uh, yesterday I was watching football, and my chick, we usually clean on Sundays, just, you know, whatever riffraff is left over from the week. And our place is pretty clean as it is. You know, she uh, keeps a pretty tidy place. For some reason, she had to clean our already clean place for five and a half hours yesterday. Our one-bedroom apartment took five and a half hours to clean because she had to clean every nook and cranny, every corner, scrub it down, do everything. All right, now, I've uh, I've been to your place before. Immaculate. Mm-hmm. It's always immaculate. So much so that I feel bad even going and hanging out there because I feel like I'm dirtying it in some way. Oh, me too. Walking into my own house. Tonight, I'm not even allowed to sleep in my own bed. Because I sleep in later than her, and she knows I'm not going to make it. So I'm going to sleep on the couch. All right, that, uh, look, I don't want to run anybody down. That signifies some sort of a problem. What, with that cleanliness? Yes. The funny thing is, she knows she has a problem with it. She's not even close to as bad as her sister. Her sister, I mean, cleans everything every day with bleach. Right, where does that come from? I don't know. It's not an OCD, is it? Yeah. It's definitely an OCD. If everything has to be cleaned with bleach, it's definitely an OCD. But is your chicks that way? I, I, I don't think it's to that degree. I think there's somewhat an OCD there. But it's definitely not to the degree of uh, her sister. Now, uh, Dubs, does she get, uh, does your chick get uncomfortable when she'll go to someone else's house and it's like dirty? Like if she were to come to my house, like and see my filthy room, would it make uh, her uncomfortable? She might be uncomfortable sitting on like a dirty thing, but she wouldn't like think less of you because your place is dirty. I know. Here's the thing, though. She's constantly offered to clean my car. Mm-hmm. And I got to take her up on it at some point. Then we'll keep her busy over the holidays and have her do that. I tell you what, you, it'll be a totally different car. I think I'm going to have her do it. Because I, I can normally, what do you pay for detailing? Like 100 bucks, 200 mm-hmm. bucks. Have her do it for a nice box of wine. She'd love it. The Franz. Five and a half hours? Five and a half hours in my one-bedroom apartment that was already clean. Now, let me ask you. Is she, like, uh, well-kept? Yeah. Like, everything. personally? Yeah. That makes sense. Because, I mean, if she's going to do that to her apartment, you got to figure she's real nice and clean, you know, other places. Wow, man. And, you know, here's the funny thing about your mom. She doesn't care. No. My, my mom's place is a complete mess. And, uh, honestly, I was sitting there. And she was kind of giving me the guilt trip, like the indirect guilt, guilt trip, because I'm sitting there watching football, ignoring her completely, and, you know, just giving me the I love yous and everything, trying to, you know, while she's wearing the, the big rubber gloves, I love you, blah, blah, blah. Like, kinda, like this is what I'm doing for you and your family. So you better get off your ass and help out. And I stuck to my guns, my friend. I sat on that couch and I watched my football. That was a victory for you, wasn't it? Scoreboard. Actually, no, Cowboys won. That was one victory for me, the the not claiming. Oh. The game was a complete flop. Denise in Winterhaven, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What's up, Denise? Yeah, I worked uh, Black Friday every day since I've been with Walmart Corporation. Mm-hmm. And because no one uh, buys uh, the food during the sale and they line up at 4.30 in the morning, 
we put all of our, uh, we stage our, our blitz down the back end. And um, where the meat bunkers are, where you have your your, turkey, your steaks and everything mm-hmm. like that, I've seen people, because they didn't want to wait for the people in line, run down the middle of the meat bunkers and dive onto the pallets to hold on to the items okay. that were on, on the sale, sale paper. All right, thank you, Denise. Here's what's, here's what's interesting. We're doing this as if we were in Pakistan where they just had an earthquake and they're trying to get like rice and a couple of bottles bottles of water to survive. We're doing this because we want to? Because, because it's America, my friend. Because we can? Yes. Because we want something and we'll be damned if anybody's going to stand in our way. I know, Putin. The Pakistanis aren't just greedy. They're trying to live <laughs> after an earthquake. That's what I don't get either. It's supposed to be the happiest time of the year, but you talk to oh. everyone, they hate it. They complain about the people, the traffic, dealing with their family. Uh, the, the, the happiest time of the year, quote-unquote, is the most uh, depressing time of the year, too. Uh, it's uh, been proven that the holiday season is when people uh, suffer from the most depression. Here's the thing. That's why I don't celebrate holidays. I have not celebrated holidays in forever. In fact, back when we were in D.C. at WJFK, Bateman and I did Christmas Day uh, Christmas Day with El Jefe. What was it, six hours, just you and me? Yeah, 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Jesus. On Christmas Day, because I don't believe in holidays. I don't believe in the setting yourself up for disappointment. Oh, they do exist. You can believe in them. No, they're not real. They're made up, they're fictitious, and I'm not a part of it. They're a reason to treat yourself, my friend. That, why? Why? Why can't you treat yourself every day? Because I don't have the money to treat myself every day. I need a reason. But you don't go out and you don't do it to the extent you're going to do it. It's the same thing with celebrating the stupid anniversaries, Sweetest Day, Valentine's Day. Oh, I don't, I don't partake in any of that. That doesn't benefit me at all. It's unnecessary. Why is it on the 14th of February I got to give you a special treat and tell you I love you more than if it were on any other day, than if it were today? It's not because why it's a nice gesture, no, you animal. No, it's not. You, you, it's a nice gesture to do it every day because you mean it. It's a nice gesture to give thanks for what you have every day, as opposed to only the, work. the third Thursday in November. Too much work. One day and I'm done. If you love me, why can't you just say it on that day too? Why is it a problem <laughs> to say it then also? I don't. Yeah. I will say it on that day too, but that doesn't what mean I'm going to. I'm going to go above and beyond. Why not? I mean, if you love because me, there should be no problem with that. First of all, I don't love you. <laughs> That's number one. Well, you guys, I thought you guys were having a moment here, and half day you ruined it. Number two, you love him. You rub against me in the hallway, and then you, you know disown why? me on air. Because you take up most of the hallway with your pear-shaped ass. Bell that Curve, you That's your new name. <laughs> you play it like the bongos. I think I'm in Philly looking at the Liberty Bell every time you walk by. You like that crack, don't you? Mm-hmm. Grease it up. I'm telling you, though, man, it's unnecessary, and you're setting yourself up for Black Friday. You can get this crap tomorrow. Not for as cheap. Yes, you can. No. It's a lie. It's a it's myth. It's not a lie. Black Friday is real, my friend. I've seen it. When it comes to, like, the Valentine's Day and stuff like that, I agree with you. It's like, just do it the rest of the year. My girl gets mad at me. But uh, that's the day that I split up with my ex-wife. 
was Valentine's Day. Well, yeah. so I kind of hate that day. It's like I'd rather do it the whole rest of the year. You know, one specific day doesn't matter. Listen, I'm telling you, for the betterment of our society, stop celebrating these holidays. I celebrate them and I enjoy them. I decorate for them. That's why this Thursday, mm-hmm. this Thursday, beer, lions, cowboys. Some wings, some burgers. It's like a Sunday to me. And I'm thankful every Sunday for what I have. Which is nothing. But I'm still thankful. Ryan Soy Cowboy from MySpace.com. What's up? Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, buddy. I just wanted to uh, put a little thing out there about Christmas and how it's uh, it's a lovely holiday and all that. But pretty much from the time when you're born... You're uh, ingrained with all these ideas about Christmas and Santa Claus and all that stuff, and all it is is just, uh, you know, commercialism at its best. No, and hey, do, do I completely uh, com- uh, agree with you, Rhinestone Cowboy? But it's not even so much about that. It's more about these holidays and these anniversaries and all this stuff. They set up for disappointment. Because if it's not the perfect Thanksgiving, then families are mad at each other. If it's not, if you don't get what you want on Christmas, then somehow the day is ruined. It is. And it's not about that. That's the only thing it's about. What else is it about? Being alive, enjoying life every day. Every day. All right, then. If I open a fortune cookie and read that, I think, uh, nice. But life isn't like that. Why not? It can be. No, it can't. Why? So you wake up every day and thank everything. Not you particular. hug every tree. No, no, it's not even about that. I don't do it like that every day. But hey, every once in a while, I sit back and I go, you know what? I got a computer that works well. I'm pretty grateful for this. Why do I only have to be that way on Thanksgiving? I got a job that I really like. I can only be thankful on Thanksgiving. God can have made a more perfect apple. Thank you. I love this apple so much. Thank you. Raymond in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Raymond? Are you eating a Mexican turkey for Thanksgiving or regular turkey? I'm not having a turkey. Is there Mexican turkey? Is that an actual dish? Just radio. Actually, there's a Mexican chicken, kind of. It's called mole. What's the difference? It got some sort of weird sauce on it. Some kind of spice? It's nasty. I hate it. Oh, look at you. Mike and I, four year in the hideout. What's up, Mike? What's going on tonight, guys? Yo, dope. Hey, I work for a gas company. I haul gas for a living. Mm-hmm. I would rather work during a hurricane than I would on Friday. People lose their mind, <laughs> especially on uh, like gas stations, because like you know, people will hit those things up early in the morning, fill up their cars, get their coffee, and then go wait in line. <laughs> I've had people people threaten me. I, the gas station will be out of fuel. And I'll be like, hey, you need to move your car so I can, you know, drop fuel. They're like, no, we ain't moving. So if you don't move your car, I'm not going to be able to drop. They're like, well, I'm not moving. I'm going to go get the manager to move the damn car. Yeah, it's insanity, Mike. Hey, thank you for the phone call. But it's oh so fun. If you go into it with the right attitude, knowing what you're going to get into, it's fun. It's moronic. And it's you can mess with so many people and make and ruin their days. It is great. Well, that's what? It's what? Unnecessary stress is what it is. For you, but if you go in there with the right mindset, it's no stress at all. You just watch everybody else get stressed, and you freak them out even more. That's the only time of the year where you can push over old ladies, and it's actually believable that it was an accident. You know, and little or, kids and retarded kids, too. Or called for. Yeah. Right, let's take a break and come back. 
407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Here's the beauty of this. I'm not forcing anything on all of you. I'm just telling you what I think. Seems like forcing to me. No. Because you know what I'm I'll be doing Friday morning at 5 a.m.? Sleeping. Thanking something? Because you thank something every day? Why is that such an odd concept to you? Seriously. Oh, I know what I'm going to do. I can't be grateful the uh, entire year. I'm going to wait till one Thursday in, think, in, uh, in November. Exactly, and it's all done with. And now I have to worry about it again for another year. Being thankful isn't something you should be worried about. It be seems, sh- like a, seems like you're putting yourself under a lot of stress it, having to thank something. It, it should be something you want to do. Yeah, it's so much pressure to be thankful. Oh, no, am I not going to be able to find anything to be thankful for today? If you don't, then whatever, you're not. But here's the problem. What happens with Thanksgiving rolls running? you got truly nothing to be thankful for. Then it sucks. you got a year off. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. I think everybody's all jealous because I'm like the lead singer of the band. And I think everybody's got a freaking problem needed. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Monday night, I'll have and J-Dubs live with you. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Am I an awful person for not believing in the holidays and that kind of stuff? No, no, it's just, uh, I think the reason you don't is because you're the type to put that kind of pressure on yourself. Yeah, and so I just don't, I don't need it. See, I'm the type that I don't care. But see, but you were very, a lot of people aren't like you, Dubs. You were very... Happy-go-lucky, roll with it. Mm-hmm. The majority of people just aren't like you. Do you think that um, maybe a good way to look at it is for the people who are mean and grumpy the whole year, at least there's this one day where they're trying to kind of be nice? Well, and there's so many broken families. This one day they try to pull it together. And see, I just think they they would be better off if they didn't focus on one year trying to make it so big because usually it doesn't work out. And why can't you have a little bit of that every day? Well, I, I mean, know I sound like a hippie, but, I mean, seriously, why can't you? You got long shorts, salads, listen to fish. I hate fish. Jonathan in Metro West here in the hideout. What's up, man? Hey, how you doing? You know, I, I'm, I'm so tired of this holiday jargon every year. The same thing, same song, same stuff in the mall. Uh, we have a sale today. You know, you know, can I buy it the rest of the year for the same price? Yeah, what is exactly? I, mean, I just want to tell you. I know that sounds really corny and real juvenile, but I go through the, the the mall on purposely, especially with my friends, and they always laugh when I do this. I sing a small little tiny song and, and not really loud, just enough to so so some person can hear me. I go, "Tis the season to spend money," and all that kind of junk. I mean, it's the same horrid stuff every year, and then they have that one day sale after Thanksgiving. I I, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Maybe it's like a Grinch. But I don't think so, just because I want it to be that way every day, as opposed to on one day. Thank you, Hefe. I just want to, I want to try it out. Just thanking you today, instead of on Thursday. Yeah, be thankful, ass. It doesn't feel good. I'll wait till Thursday. <laughs> oh, and the day that I can't come over? Mm-hmm. I can go over to, text. I can go over to your house every <laughs> other day, but for some reason this Thursday I can't show up. See, I'm being thankful that I have my own house, and I can keep people out. I'm practicing my thankfulness. Chucks and I are thankful to have such a good friend like Dubs to invite us over in the holidays. Yeah. 
I meant for Christmas. Oh, yeah. All right, so now you're getting together for Thanksgiving and Christmas, and I'm left out. And Hanukkah. Trey in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Trey? What's up, man? Yo, dude. Hey, I've been working for, for a major retail company for the past six years, bro. And I, I'll admit, man, on Black Friday, it's it, they do have some good prices on some good things. Like, uh, for instance, we got like a six megapixel, six megapixel pixel camera for like 200 bucks, which is a really good price, man. But the rest of the stuff, bro, it's it's regular day items that they mark down like maybe ten dollars, fifteen dollars. Mm-hmm. And that's all they, it is. They draw you in with like five items, and then they mark everything else down. Just exactly. Very. Yep. Thanks, Trey. It, Appreciate it. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm going to cut you off, man. Well, have fun, Dubs. Are you going to get the heretics to go out with you to bed? If they want to. We'll set it up uh, Wednesday when they come in. We'll set up a little party. A little powwow. Hey, aren't some of the heretics coming over on... Oh. Hold on. Sorry. Are the heretics going over to your place for Thanksgiving and I'm not invited? I'll tell you what. You can't tell anything to that, Chunks. So got diarrhea of the mouth over there. I'm, I thought I was talking to Tommy. I hit the wrong button. Okay, you know which button is what. You almost know. I think you want me to hear that I'm not invited in, in Misfit Matters. And you know, uh, Harry... It's not that you're not invited. You're just not allowed to come. The hell? How's that different? I don't know. I, I, it just is. You have to you have to be thankful that that's the reason. How is that different? It's not different. I want different. you to thank me. I want you to thank me. No. Why? You say you thank it every day. Thank me today. I'm thankful that not Hefe knows exactly where you live. Hideout heretic not Hefe. That's why I don't need you over, because I have not Hefe coming. All right, if he's going over there and I'm not allowed, seriously. Oh, and I got stories about that son of a bitch. I don't know what I want to tell him. This guy going around pretending to be me. And that chick Friday night? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I want to talk about that too. All right, four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Let's take a break and come back. I'm I gotta talk about is this cheating? Whether or not chicks think this is cheating. Let's take a break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout Road Radio one zero four point one. The Hideout Road Radio 104.1 Monday night with Alhafe and J-Dubs. Again, thanks to Trinity Tattoo for hooking up a heretic nightmare Dave with the Hideout logo on his chest. 407-659-0000 for Trinity Tattoo. We got pictures for the website, uh, Nightmare Dave. It looks great. And congratulations to you and your chick getting married, going to Vegas, thanks to CSI and WB18. No, thank you guys very much. You betcha. MySpace.com slash Trinity Tattoo CO for Trinity Tattoo. All right, now you're about to get married, and it'd be interesting to have your chick. I know she's listening because she gave you a little crap about your comment about th- or a Valentine's oh, Day. Yeah, she did. Um, what does a woman consider cheating, J-Dubs? Okay. Confiding in other women? I would say no. Connecting... Um, with another woman on an emotional level, is that worse than on a sexual level? 
All right, percentage of women who think it's cheating. What do you think the percentage is? I know women can be a little crazy at times, so I'll say 40%. You think 40% of women think Yes. This? Chunks, you got a guess on this one? Not that you'll ever sniff a woman for the rest of your life, but... Or want to? Um, Maybe 25. 25% yeah. of women think that uh, confiding in a woman on an emotional level is cheating. Tommy? What, what do you think, Chunks? Or, I'm sorry, Tommy. How dare you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to say 60%. Think that the emotional level is worse than... Now, let me ask you guys. Mm-hmm. If you had a chick and she's going off confiding in some other dude, would you think that's cheating or is that just the way of a chick? No, it's having a friend. Just because the person's out of the opposite sex doesn't mean it's uh, not just a friend. All right, Nightmare Dave, do you think that your chick would say, hey, this is cheating? Um, I don't know. She might because she's a you know, possessive, little, little, little possessive, but... Well, no, I wouldn't say loony. Why are you giving the crazy yeah. thing there, pointing <laughs> to the side of your head? You guys are going to get me in some deep, deep trouble here. I'm going to Vegas. She can handle it. Yeah. yeah. Well, she that's the only reason why she allowed me to get the tattoo, because we're going to get married. Right. So like, if it was for anything else, she would have been really mad and really pissed off. But what about this, though, the, uh, the confiding in other women? I, don't know, I think she would be mad if I confided in another woman and not her. I don't so think she would consider it cheating. But now, here's the thing. They always want you to tell the problems, but then when you tell them, they, they get, get pissed. Mad. Yeah. yeah, they get a little freaked out about it, yeah. All right, here's the percentage. 36% of women think that that's cheating. I was close. You got 40. You're right. All right, what about if you're at a nightclub, you're dancing real close, essentially grinding? What percentage of women would consider dancing closely as unfaithful? 407 I would take that as a lower uh, thing of cheating because it's not... The emotional level seems like it'd be the bigger thing. I would say uh, 20% when you're dancing and grinding with a chick. Dancing and grinding? Yeah. 40%? No, 20. 20%? Chunks? I'd say, but I think a little bit more than that. I'd go with uh, 32. 32. Nice number. And Bateman. What is it? Grinding? Yeah, dancing, dancing and grinding. Yeah. I'm going to say 40%. 40%? Tommy Bateman is our winner this go-round. 41% of women Oof. consider that cheating. Now, let me go back. And I genuinely I need to know from a woman, what is it about either one of these two things? Like, especially, like, the, the emotional level. What is it about the emotional level? That freaks you out. 407-916-1041, triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. All right, Tommy says he'd be more worried about a guy moving in on her when she's vulnerable. Like not so much that like it's cheating her telling him like secrets or whatever, but I'd be more worried about like his intentions. Hmm. Well, yeah, of course you're gonna question his intentions, but. As long as you trust your chick, you shouldn't worry about his intentions. That's why you don't allow to have any guy friends <laughs> or lesbian friends. That means you don't trust her at all. That's why she doesn't leave the house. <laughs> or the basement. Or the chains. All right, what about if you're just flirting? What if you're hanging around, maybe making a couple of boob jokes, you know, or maybe you're um, talking about this, that, and the other, maybe a little sexual uh, discussion. A little twister. Right. Um... I would say that Percentage. would that would can be uh, 55% of women consider that cheating. Just talking, like just the flirting, just flirting. The, like and maybe the caresses on the uh, arm or the 
twirling of the hair, the batting of the eyelashes. Just because I know women, and if your chick sees you do that to anybody else, they uh, they start to get jealous, and I think that would uh, fall into 55% of women. You know what happens when they start getting jealous? They start using more than their hands on you, and then you win. So maybe fingers f- flirting is a way for you to win. Shelly in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Shelly? Shelly, you there? Hey, Shelly. One, two, three, beat it. All right, how about this one? This is a good one. Mm-hmm. This is a, it's a Hideout Road Radio 104.1. What percentage? for? Or did I give you the percentage for the flirting no. provocatively? I'd say like 18%. Just yeah. flirting. Yeah, I don't think that one's high at all. I'd go with 20 25%. 50%. What? Yes. 50%. Think uh, joking around with a receptionist at your office. An ongoing sexual conversation at a Starbucks. Exposing yourself uh, at a uh, grocery store. I can see them maybe thinking that's hitting on the person, but I don't see that actual cheating is going yeah, on. I don't think that's the, you haven't crossed that line yet. All right, let's take a break and come back. I'll give you the results for getting a dance at the strip club, cyber sex, and then sexual contact. And then I'll give you the stats for uh, dudes and what they consider to be cheating, like when the cheating begins. And what do you think? 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. Dub's talking about uh, what women consider cheating so far. Um, 36% say confiding in other women. 41% say dancing closely. 50% flirting provocatively. All right, how about this one? Engaging in any sort of sexual contact. I would say that uh, it's up near 90. Um, Bateman? Any sort of sexual contact. Oh, sorry, say it again. Everyone was talking back here. Any sort of sexual contact. Any sort of sexual contact? Like making out or like... Yeah, that, just anything. Hands. 100%. <laughs> that is, I think that's cheating. For sure. Yeah, 100%. 100%? It's 100%. Not now, it. you think there's some girls out there who say, hey, it's a hand. It's a mouth. I have one. He has one. Some buddies have one. All right, UFO Phil wants to know, what about a quick alien probe from a female alien? Is that cheating? No. No. That's science, my friend. Just science. All right, how about this one? Getting private dances at a strip joint. 30%. Tommy? I'm going to go with, like, 70%. I also want to know from all of us if we think that's cheating. I say private dance, no. I don't unless it's like you keep getting the same girl over and over and there's actual, like, touching going on. 
There's always touching going on. There's uh, always touching, and usually you end up finding a favorite regardless. Yeah, one that can do it right. I don't believe that uh, getting a dance is cheating. No. Maybe that's because I'm not into it, too. You know what I mean? I'm not yeah. into a dance. I mean, I, I don't mind getting one, but I don't like Like, some people treat it like crack cocaine, and they, they, they can't stop getting them. With the dances? Oh, yeah. There's people who roll in there with all all their money they, they earned up all week and blow a bunch of it. Is it because they can't get normal chicks or what? Not necessarily. They just want, you know, another image in their head and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> all right, here it is. You ready for this one? Mm-hmm. 79% of women think that getting a lap dance is cheating. That is insane. 70, that is so far from cheating. 79%. How is it far from cheating? Well, for one, there, I think on the emotional level is more cheating than getting a lap dance because there's nothing emotionally going on there. Uh, that's just like you know admiring a, a chick at like a uh, at a uh, restaurant or something. You see her walk by and you admire her. It's just like that, except for you're throwing her a twenty and she's grinding you. There's nothing different. You throw one little variable in there and people call it cheating. All of a sudden. Because they don't think. But it, seriously, when you're paying for it and there's no fluids being, uh, uh, you know, tossed back and forth on purpose, uh, that I I just don't think that can be considered cheating. Uh, what if the fluids are just one way? Which way? You to her. That's involuntary. That can't be cheating. Nothing involuntary can be cheating. It happens when you sleep. Mm-hmm. And if it happens while you sleep... I'm narcoleptic. I fell asleep and uh, that happened. I'm sorry. Buy some new underwear when you're out of the Walmart. Thanks, hon. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Here's the final one, Dubs. Is it cheating or not? Okay. According to women. Cyber sex. What percent of women think cyber sex is cheating? I will say since... The dances were so high. I'll go 55% on the cyber sex. Oh, uh, you say 55%. Yeah. All right, and cyber sex could be, I guess, I am. Yeah, I am. Uh, I guess that would be, like, the most conventional way of cyber sex. I right, hold on a second. According to this, and the way it was phrased to the women, it's not even punching the clown while you're talking to them online. It's just talking to other women on the net. Wait. Uh, maybe you're just passing back and forth, like, what you'd like to do to each other. Maybe even random emails or MySpace messages. Yeah, but not, like, really uh, going to completion right. online. Right, while just sitting there. Just, uh, just like, it. talking sexually online with a girl. 55%. Chunk? 55%. Chunks? No. I mean, after you brought out that stat, I'd say, I mean, that's you're just talking to someone online. I'd say uh, 27%. Bateman? 95%. Why do you say 95? Why do you go so high with that one? No personal experiences with it or anything. Now, do you <laughs> consider that cheating? Um, it's a gray area for me because I can't actually get mad at them because they it's actually a milky white area. But they haven't ahead. done anything yet. But uh-huh. at the same time, I know I'd be really pissed off if I found out about it. Are you ready you for can't this? Can't be one? pissed. You don't think so at all? No. Why could he be pissed? It's it's no different than uh, watching a porno, calling a sex line, doing anything like that. 
Except there's a cha- you actually have a connection with the person on the other line. Maybe if it's like the girl next door. And you're, no, not even that. Because if you had that chance, you'd be going out and doing it. You wouldn't be doing it online. 80%. Oh, what? Women are psychos. 80% think it's cheating. I mean, think about that for a second. Typing on the computer, people consider cheating. 80% think that that's worse. Some people have watched too many episodes of Weird Science. You can't make a girl on the computer. You can make her feel real bad about herself. (laughs) Dirty, dirty whore. All right, so what do you consider cheating then? Sex. Once they cross that line into uh, sexual contact, I do agree with the one on there where 100% of them said, yes, that's cheating. Sex or kissing? Kissing is a uh, relaxed form of cheating, but it's still cheating. All right, so that counts as cheating. It counts as cheating, but if there's alcohol involved and everything, stuff happens. I'm not going to throw out our whole relationship over, uh, over kissing. Sex, yes. Kissing, no. Chunks? Yeah, I mean, I thought that was all that cheating really was. It's like, I mean, sex and, and kissing. I mean, girls rub up to uh, rub up on guys or, like, rub their back all the time, and that doesn't mean they're cheating, you know? Yeah, it does, whores. <laughs> so, Tommy, I have to assume before the kissing stage would be cheating to you. I, I think this is one of those things I don't know if I can explain You know, I, I feel like uh, there's a, uh, a kind of a... Uh, Two things going on with Tommy, where he feels it's cheating one way but not the other. Whatever. Uh, and he, you, every single one of those, he would get upset with, with a girl, but he wouldn't expect to get upset with. All right, so it's a him. double standard. Yeah. Man. It's the way it should be. Just a nice good old. They should just be happy they're with me. They shouldn't expect anything extra from anyone else. Tommy, love's a two-way street. Okay. It's not your one-way attitude. Hmm. All right, here's the thing with dudes. And Not like I don't use my mouth back. <laughs> I know. Trust me, I know. You're preaching to the choir. It's a hideout from Radio 104.1, the funniest night show in America. Most guys, 74%, according to AskMen.com, think cheating starts with a kiss. That is, sexual contact, uh, contact constitutes cheating. Thank you. Dudes have it downright. I think it's insertion. And uh, when I be, when I say insertion, I mean any form. I think I digital think... tongue, whatever. Once you begin to cross that threshold, it's probably cheating. And I agree with you there. Uh, I think kissing is a mild form of cheating that is more forgivable. But I, you know, once you start crossing <coughs> barriers, uh, that's when you. Uh, Why start. were you using the fist? You don't know what kind of barriers I've crossed in my day. Dave in Polk County, you're in the hideout. What's up, Dave? Hey guys. Yo, Dave. Uh, I'm coming from you. I'm a divorced guy who uh, went through all sorts of marriage counseling and all sorts of uh, long discussions and read a lot of books and. The, the, the deal is here, women believe that any time that you have any form or any level of intimacy with somebody else, it is cheating. When you're sharing things with somebody else that you could be sharing with with her, it's cheating. Even so if it's he, something as honest, as innocent as, you know, 
chatting online. It's cheating because... So you were, you were, uh, went to a marriage counselor, correct? Unfortunately, yes. How terrible was that? Like, were you just sitting in there feeling like a complete piece of crap? Did they make you feel like you were the worst human being in the world? Yeah, was it like old school where Wolf Frank the Tank sitting there talking about uh, other girls' panties because it's the open tree house and it was just awful? And everybody's staring at you like you're the bad guy? Believe it or not, it is. They, they suck you in by telling you how it's there to be, you know, to bring out all your feelings, to, to, to talk honestly. And it, God forbid if you say something that's, that's they, that she didn't want to hear, and, and you're a bastard. No, 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 yeah. It's, a, it's, it's, so, it's just like that in the relationship. You might as well just be talking while you're watching Friends. Yeah, yeah. no, you're true. You're right on about that. Yeah, Except for there's, a, there's an audience now for some reason. Now you have to talk to this douchebag. And you have to pay them for it, too. And it didn't work, huh, Dave? No, it didn't work out. And but I've, you know, I've, I've learned a lot from it, you know. And I've, you know, I was forced to read all sorts of books and and everything else. And really, what the bottom line is. This is what you, happens. This is what happens. You, you go to these things. You go to these. You go to these things, and then they they make you read. And <laughs> I do not support that one little bit. Uh, Dave, so have you had a relationship since that? You feel like you've really been able to learn and pass on the knowledge? Or use the oh, yeah. knowledge? Yeah, it absolutely works out. I mean, it's a whole different discussion for another time, but right. really the bottom line is if you're sharing something with somebody else that you could be sharing with her, it's cheating. Oh, boy. As morbid as that sounds, that's the reality of it. Hey, thanks, Dave. Hey, no problem. And I'm sorry for uh, everything. What if you and your friend get real drunk one night and decide to sword fight? Is that cheating? You're making the you're making the uh, noises like it's a lightsaber, you know. You one guy picks the dark side, you know. Maybe if you have a uh, abnormally shaped friend, he can be Darth Maul and have the double ended. But you guys are completely role playing, and ju- is that cheating? No, that's called <laughs> that's called trying to get sober. Okay, passing the time. That's all that is. Not driving. That's what it's called. What are we gonna do here? We could sword fight with our uh, Dugans. Yeah, I really can't get another DUI. It sounds good. <laughs> well, if that's what we've got, if, that's, if we've run out of all options, I guess that's what we have to do. All right, let me go in the other room and get ready. Just get right here in front of me. Just stare right at my eyes. I can't. Then it's gay. Tell me you hate me. Tell me you hate me like I'm a dirty boy. Take a break when we come back. <laughs> Tied off with the flannel. All right, it's a hideout. <laughs> Real Radio 104.1. Monday night in the hideout, Rural Radio 104.1, El Jefe and J-Dubs, your chance to be a part of the best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. All right, real fast, let me make this admission. I told you earlier in the show that I was doing something over the weekend mm-hmm. that I'm really ashamed of. That you said... Uh, You've uh, been opposed to in the past? Yeah. Which is going to lead up to something even more so that I'm ashamed of. Okay. 
No, I'm gay, sure. That's not it. <laughs> You've been opposed to that? No, please. I gave into that in the 11th grade. Hmm? Nothing. All right, here it is. Over the weekend. Did you need any music for this? Is it sad? No, it's stupid. I feel like a moron. This is, it's not even sad. <laughs> you need any nerd music? Hmm. I watched Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone and Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Back to back? I knew it! And I'll be watching uh, The Prisoner of Azkaban so that over the holiday weekend I can go watch the new one. Yes! Chunks was right! What do you mean you were right? It's a great Where are you going? I can't do a show with you anymore. Dude, you don't understand. It's it's actually good. You can't stick to your convictions. I tried. I'm I'm done with you. I tried. Don't leave. Come on. Don't leave. There's no reason to leave. I think you'd like it. Maybe the three of us oh, together. You are, you are dragging me into this web. Maybe the three of us together. I'll buy you popcorn, doves. I don't need your popcorn. A large. With the synthetic butter. Oh, look. Who's congregating in there? All the Harry Potter fans. You liked it, didn't you, Hefe? I gotta admit to you, man. That first one was good. It's very entertaining, and it's not doesn't seem like a kids' movie at all, does it? No, it's actually pretty good. You know, we were talking about cheating last hour, and uh, how I didn't think emotion like emotional stuff was really cheating. I feel like you've uh, you've confided in someone that's not me, and I can, I don't know if I can trust you anymore. I but Harry is a good kid, and it seems to me, and I haven't seen Mo. the third one, and I haven't seen the fourth one. But it seems to me he's like uh, Neo. He's Mo. the chosen one. What? Now, like, uh, like you've picked him out out of your uh, big large van? No. He's the chosen one? No, not that. He's the one that will take the uh, Butterfinger? What? You mean the candy? Yeah, the Butterfinger. I'm telling you, dude, this is actually it's a pretty good little like flick. You going to read the books now? No, I'm not interested in reading the books. I don't read books. I mean, I read the Franken book. All right, Matt's saying he did it, too. I mean, look, man, I I had to... I feel like my whole world is crumbling around me. I feel like there's no one I can really trust in here anymore. I'm sorry, man, I had to. Why? Why'd you have to? It was there. Harry Potter was there. Oh, just because it's there, you can't uh, hold back from the temptation? You have your animalistic urges and you cannot fight back? Everybody's saying it's good stuff. Uh Uh-huh. I'm proud listen, of you, dude. Listen to who you're talking to. You're talking to the human rock. Huh? Nothing. Jim and St. Mary's here in the hideout. Hey, how you guys doing tonight? What's up, buddy? Uh, listen, if you think the movies are good, uh, you should try the books. Because they hack a lot of stuff out of the out of the books. Yeah, I, I mean, out of the movies for the books. You know, Why you just go dead on the books now? I can't go all the way to the book. Oh, I mean, you will. You, but you can do audio, man. You can get a CD and... I didn't, even, I didn't even think about the, an uh, audio, audio book at the library. Uh, I also wanted to say uh, Miss Fezzy, man. Oh, Miss Fezzy. All right, thank you, buddy. Thank you, Miss Fez. 
What are you smiling over there about? I was hoping to get this admission just, out before you got yeah, back. Yeah, you just you you liked it, didn't you? You saw it over the weekend. It's like you guys are talking about gay sex right now. Oh, you liked it, didn't you? I told you it would. I tell you what, if I you told you comfortable at first, but you loosened up, man. <laughs> if it's this pleasurable, after you gr- after you got done grinding your teeth and fighting away. You know what? I'm not alone. Others are saying, hey, it took them a while. I mean, the fourth movie had to come out for me to say, hey, maybe I should see what the hype's about. You've been telling me I need to get more right. into pop culture. Let's go see what the hype's about. Come no, on. No. Get over here. No, I'm not doing come that. Come on. That's not, I mean, I've heard no hype about that. None. It's good. Come on. You're dirty. You're just dirty. Let's yeah. Get hyper. Hey. Uh, I'm sorry, Mr. I hate MySpace. Now all of a sudden we can't hey. get you off of it. Hey, I uh, I admitted to that. And that was something that we weren't against together. Me and you had a bond here. And I didn't break a bond with you over that. Yeah, you're so much cooler because you like Desperate Housewives. Again. Something we were against, not banded to- together against something. We were a team. Me and you. It's over between us. I have a new team. I know. Harry, Ron, and that little chick who's probably going to grow up to be kind of hot. Oh, Whoa. dude, she's going to be smoking. That's the other reason. I'm like, I have to watch these for when she turns 18. Three more years, my friend. What, you got the clock running on her? Yeah. Yeah, she's 15. And then what else that, are you running on? Uh, she was something else. <laughs> Take out the L. She was born later on in the year, so I guess technically it might almost even be like two years and two And that's months. in England. You could probably do it already. It's okay over there. Oh, yeah. All right, so there's the admission. I'm into the Harry Potter thing. Look at this. Now, here's the most disappointing thing. Here's why I'm ashamed, because Putin and Chunks are smiling and yeah. giggling like they have a new friend. That's, I'm not interested in hanging out with you boys you, talking about what's going on. You know what? You will be. Give it a week. You're going to be all interested in asking, hey, man, what does this mean? Yeah. In the books, what happened here? Like, I, I no. feel like I'm missing something here. You guys read the books. Damn it. I have to go read the books, too. I, I know how this starts. It's a slippery slope, my friend, and I hate to see you go down it. Here's what I'm going to do. Thursday night, I'm going to see the new one. After the Cowboy game. <laughs> Enjoy that. You'll love it, man. I'm telling you. You're going to hate the the uh, theater experience. It already came out over the weekend. I know, but... Number one, $100 million. You know how many people are going to be waiting for uh, Thanksgiving to go see the movie? No, they didn't, because they all went over the weekend. $100 million it made. Watching... You know this is a repeat movie that people have to go see over and over again. I would go early in the day if I were you. Look at this. $101 million this movie made. Walk the Line, number two, $22 million. Chicken Little, $14 million. <laughs> What a far cry. I'm From gonna, $101 million to $22 million. I'm going to go watch Walk the Line, too. Yeah, I want to go see that one. I didn't realize that uh, Get Rich or Die, Die Trying was already out. Mm-hmm. So there it is, Harry Potter. Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. <laughs> it sounds gay. It's like it's like Harry Potter gets an STD. Harry Potter and the Burning Pea. What the hell? I think they hide it a little bit better than that. <laughs> better, he's underage. Mark my words, you son of a bitch, because I know you. At some point, you're going to get into this. I will not get into I it. I know you will. You don't know me. You don't know who I am. Yes, I know exactly who you are. You have are. no idea who I is. 
and it may, may turn into so dark, it may turn into a horror type thing, and you and your chick are doing it for the entire month of October. Um, no, no, it'll never end up being that type of thing. And am I crazy or? Uh... I watched the the first half of the first one, and I hated it with a passion. That was good. You didn't, yeah, how could you? That was hooked immediately in the first five minutes. The fat kid messing with Harry Potter, and the horrible life that he had, and he got to escape. Here's what it is, and here's what I know about this Harry Potter. Here's what I know what it is. I know chunks. I know Putin, and sadly, I see it in myself. All of us want to be more than what we are. That's a, every hair, every kid growing up when they had an awful, crappy childhood thought, hey, I wish that I had some sort of magical power to escape the evil son of a bitch J-Dubs. That's what they said. You're the fat kid. You're the fat kid that keeps us in the closet. Hey, wait what? a second. That doesn't sound right. Uh, strike that. You woke me up with that one. Strike that one from the record. <laughs> All right, let's come back with the Hideout Headline Game Show. 407 star 1041 in your singular wireless phone. Mo. It's a Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Time for you to be a winner, 407-916-1041, star 104.1. On your singular wireless phones, here's the best thing about the Hideout Headline Game Show right now, too. You call now, get caught up on some news, win some prizes. These prizes save you that trip on Black Friday. You wrap them up, give them to your family. Arrested Development, Season 2 on DVD. $50 gift certificate to Beef O'Brady's Pub. Uh, Real Radio Prize Packs. $85 gift certificate to Elite Medical Spas. That's a nice one for uh, for a family present. Right. $50 gift certificate for uh, full AC service at Mickey's Place for automotive repair. All this, chance for you to be a winner right now. Hideout Headline Game Show. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. Welcome to the Headlines Game Show. Time to see what you think you know. Can you walk the smart guy talk or are you livestock? Try open your eye and see what you can find. You might just win a prize. He's the trick. Are you sheep falling asleep on your feet? Headlines Game Show. Headlines Game Show. All right, ladies first. We're calling the hideout, and also heretics too. So four zero seven nine one six one zero four one and triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. You get a uh, world, national, local sports entertainment. True, false, multiple choice. Fill in the blank. You start with Heather and Winter Springs. Here we go, Heather. Here is Putin. Which category would you like? World, national, local sports, or entertainment? Um, entertainment. Here's entertainment with Putin. Entertainment news uh, is fill in the blank. Raking an impressive $101.4 million <laughs> at the box office in its opening weekend was this fantastic movie. Um, Harry Potter. That's correct. You know what the hell's going on. Congratulations. You listened to the last segment. Hold on. Hey, was it good? Putin? Yes, he's eating. The movie was excellent. 
Was it? Yeah, the denouement was a little off. I felt the director had to cut some bits out. It was a little short towards the end, but... Ah! I, now here's the other, I will admit this, Dubs, and maybe this will help a little bit while watching the Harry Potter. I've fallen asleep during both of them in the middle. For about ten, a nice ten-minute nap. Does that tell you something about it? As British accents put me to sleep. I don't know. They always do it in every movie I ever see. Now, do you feel like you're learning something because uh, there's a British accent in the movie? Yeah, I feel smarter. It's like mm-hmm. walk, watching a documentary. Or whose line is it anyway? The old edition. Right. When it was good. Was it? <laughs> I thought it was great back then. Uh, John in Orlando, next up. World, national, local, or sports? What do you want, buddy? Uh, national. All right, here's national news with Putin. National news is true or false tonight, sir. Members of Congress voted this past weekend to give themselves a $3,100 a year raise. Is that true or is it false? Uh, true. That's correct, sir. You know what the hell's going on. Wow. All right, the gall. So these guys voted themselves a pay raise. Didn't they do something else too, like along that was uh, awful too? Yeah, well they they snuck the pay raise in some uh, budget cuts bill <laughs> and uh, uh, tax cuts for the uh, wealthy. Wealthy. Yeah. Good stuff. Well, I, I'm glad to see they have our best interest. Seriously, in next year, 06, every single one of them is out. We vote out every single incumbent. You and me together, as a people. Uh, we aren't together anymore, Harry Even, boy. Hey, then I'm, I got the Harry Potter fans on my side, and we're going to do it. Most of them aren't old enough to vote, though. That's not true. It's not true at all. They got a goblet of secrets that they won't tell their parents. Jason and I, four, you're next up. You want world, local, or sports? Uh, let's go with local. Now, here's Putin. Local is fill-in-the-blank, sir. It, uh... Has to do with the Florida Highway Patrol is cracking down this Tuesday and Wednesday on drivers who do what? Uh, drink and drive. I'm sorry, you are incorrect, click sir. Click it or ticket. <laughs> click it or ticket. No, <laughs> not click it or ticket. Throwing out guesses. It's speeding. Even people who go, especially the people who go 10 to 15 miles over the speed limit. Uh, Dubs, do you ever speed? Um, the most I go over, and I'll consciously even go over this much, is like five miles an hour. See, when I get, I try, I don't, I rarely speed, but when I get up to five or seven, I'm thinking, oh man, I gotta cool it. You uh, always speed, and every time I try to fall behind you, it's impossible to keep up. No, cause you're in that big tank. Yeah, but I'm still going up to speed. Alright, Josh and Winterhaven, you're next up. World yeah, or sports? Okay. Hey, buddy. World or sports? Um, let's go with world. Uh, here's Putin. World is multiple choice tonight, sir. The number of people living with HIV is at its highest yet, a report shows. How many people currently live with the disease? Is it A, 4 million, B, 40 million, C, 4 billion, or D, 40 billion? Uh, I'll go with B. 40 million is correct, sir. You know what the <laughs> hell is going on. That's not funny, Dobbs. I didn't do that. <laughs> 40 million people, huh? Forty million out of six billion on Earth? Yes, sir. I think that's a problem. I think you can officially label it a hardcore problem if it hadn't been before. I don't know. Think about those numbers for a second. Not to not to lessen the plight of those of you with HIV and AIDS. Well, please don't. Well, I know. That's why I'm extra sensitive. Thank you. But six billion people on Earth. So that means, what is that, uh, how many millions of people is that? 
when it comes down to it. That's six hundred million. No, six. Wait. Yeah, I know. Uh, For some reason, yeah, I'm having yeah, I'm having a hard time thinking about it. But um, and then that's forty million out of that. What sucks most about it is that it seems to concentrate on particular areas where people just seem to be helpless, and that's really the big issue. Because for some reason here in America, for the most part, now there's still some people that are having issues, but um, if you can afford the the drug cocktails, you seem to be able to have it under somewhat control. Yeah, you can keep it in check. You can't but, totally get rid of it. But but that's not going on in Africa, where these no. people just dying hardcore because they don't have access to that stuff. Let's go to uh, Ricky in Orlando. You're next up. Uh, you left with sports, all right? All right. Now right, here's Putin. Sports is multiple choice. Who has won the Nextel Cup Chase Championship? Is it A, Greg Biffle, B, Carl Edwards, C, Mark Martin, or D, Tony Stewart? Greg Biffle. No, he came in second. It was actually Tony Stewart. Yes! Scram. That's my boy, Stewart. I'm number one in Nextel uh, Championship Racing. You just bought into this a couple weeks ago, didn't you? I know, but it turns out I know how to pick them. I pick a winner. I know how to pick Tony Stewart and Harry Potter. Two number one things in the nation. Thank you for me. Congratulations to me. What? I'm not into what you're into anymore. I'm not, I'm not with oh, you. Oh, what do you want to be into? Football? You Neanderthal? Change with the times. No. Hey, by the way, that reminds me. Didn't you watch something on Saturday night? Ah, yeah. I watched... Uh... What what channel is it? Uh, WB. What 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 do they do? The movie of the night. I think it's WB eighteen. Yeah. They do a movie of the night. And uh, yeah, it was uh, it was pretty interesting. Uh, I I just brought a clip of what happened uh, that night, and it was uh. Well, yeah. so what, is this from the movie or? No, it's like like you know segueing in and out. <laughs> just that back and forth. So what, they had a crybaby and an elephant segueing back and forth? You can say that. Hmm. That seems like an odd thing to do to pump up a movie. Well, what can I say? They're still uh, getting everything all together over there. We'll take a break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Hush, baby, hush. Monday night in the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. half a and J Dubs. By the way, thank you to the Wholesale Furniture Market. Save 50 to 70 percent off every day. Wholesale Furniture Market only place to shop for awesome furniture like those dining room tables you're gonna need for the holidays. Ridiculous prices. Stop in. 436 in Castleberry next to the Sam's Club Jubs. Love that place. We're talking about HIV. Interesting exchange with Matt Albert. He's like, Magic Johnson is the only person to gain 40 pounds after getting the HIV. Fattest uh, HIV patient alive. And he goes, looks like diet pills weren't included in that cocktail he takes. You know it's got to feel good. That's one of those, I guess, big victories. When you put on weight when you have the HIV? Yeah. I guess I gained a pound. Pounding back. Fonzie, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, Fonzie? Hey guys, I haven't talked to you in about two months. I was having withdrawals. Oh, where, I, where are you hiding? I'm not, 
I'm not able to drive to Orlando anymore uh, every night, and I was just, I didn't want to call and check in and say, hey. Hey, man, hey, thank you very much. Hey, uh, where are you at? Where do you live? I live in Jacksonville, but the job uh, that I have let me drive to Orlando every night, and I, I used to catch you right about uh, right about 8.30 was when I was able to catch you. Well, hey, man, we really appreciate that. Get that, uh, I think they have the Internet, realradio.fm. Keep up with us there. Oh, I will. Uh, hey, that, uh, that, that HIV thing, mm-hmm. 0.75% of the population, that's what it would be. All right, so you figured, out, you figured out the numbers, 0.75%. Really, Dubs? Hey, thanks, Fonzie. Appreciate it, brother. Miss you, man. Yeah, of you. a terminal disease? Yeah. Look, again, I'm not trying to minimize, but it's 6 billion people on Earth. I just, to me, the worst part is the suffering that goes on with it, like in just concentrated areas. You know, that's the biggest, that's what bums me out the most and why I really want the help. But when you look at the sheer numbers, though, and again, you're talking to a bleeding heart liberal. Now, Chunks was telling me an interesting thing about HIV uh, when he was in uh, uh, D.C. There, were, what was going on on the uh, buses or whatever? Oh yeah, on the uh, the metro, which is a uh, train. transit system they have over there. Uh, they have these new posters running for HIV awareness, and they say uh, <clears throat> one in twenty people on this train has HIV. And so that's five percent. They're saying. I think it was uh, supposed to be, like, D.C. residents. Oh, okay. Yeah, but um, it said one in every 20. And then you look around when you're on the train, and it's packed. There's easily, like, hundreds of people in that one train alone. You're like, oh, man, that's a lot of people. But how good do you feel when it's you? And, you know, like, I know, and no one else does. <laughs> I'm in on it. I'm special. <laughs> and if I had my way, it'd be 20 or 20. I'd like to bang all of you. Everybody would wonder. Everybody's wondering who it is. I know who it is. It's me. You guys can just keep on wondering. I'm the one with the secret. <laughs> hey, isn't that the best feeling, too, when you have a secret? Yeah, that everybody wants to know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got a lot. We should, we should tell some secrets one day. Just get them out there. I think we should play a secret game show with, uh, my name is Phil. Why do we need to bring him into it? Can Can you keep a secret? Oh. By the way, I was listening to XM on, I think it was Saturday morning, mm-hmm. and I was, I guess it was Coast to Coast, and I heard, I heard whoever the host is of that show say, George Norrie, yeah. uh, whatever, I hear him say, uh, and this song goes out to UFO Phil, whose house burned down. <laughs> and then he played a, a, a Phil song in its entirety. Nice, which one? I don't know. I guess the one about that show. I guess he does a sh- uh, does a song for them. Yeah, he does a coast to coast. Uh, Did song. UFO Phil's house really burn down? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. Yep. Oops. <laughs> Where was uh, Zaxxon on that one to save him? Hey, Zaxxon picks his battles. All right, we gotta take a break and come back. All right, here's something that's interesting. Giant Brian sent me dubs. He goes, hey, can you guys talk about how to deal with uncomfortable silences with your family? Look, the ones that are going to happen this holiday weekend. He says he's going to see some religious right nut jobs. And he doesn't know what to do. What is he going to talk about? All right, we'll give you the answer next. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Oh, yeah. Planting Zurock, 92 on the edge. Mojo in the morning. 
50 minutes of edge music. Aw, oh, look at you talking about uh, uh, it's a hideout on Real Radio 104.1 El Jefe and J-Dubs. Coming down the home stretch on a Monday night. Reminding you, the open door policy is Wednesday. Have we decided what we're doing for that? Well, I don't think we've uh, figured it out completely. We will. We should have an answer for tomorrow, though. We'll talk about it in depth tomorrow. All right. John the Great is on the phone, and apparently he's using an IP relay phone call. Okay. So the operator, uh, operator, you need to know you're on the air. Is that fine? That's fine. All right, let's talk to John the Gray. What does he have? And we, whenever we're done, we say, go ahead. Yes, um, you'll be talking directly to the person, and I will type that to them when you're finished. Just say, go ahead. And they'll begin their response, and I'll respond that to you. And when they're finished, I'll respond with a go ahead, and then you can begin your response to them. Okay, so John the Great, you're in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Go ahead. Right, so now he's typing. Look at him. He's pretty fast. You think yeah. he is some college student or something? I don't think we're supposed to talk. No, we can talk. You okay. can't hear that. He, that doesn't matter. Okay. And I think he's waiting for the response now mm-hmm. from John the Great. And the next thing after we say the response, then... Hey, guys. Yeah. I'm deaf, but I do love my midgets. Go ahead. If you're deaf, how are you listening to the radio? Go ahead. Maybe he can feel it. Maybe he can like actually feel what we're saying if he hmm. turns the speakers up loud enough. Well, my friends tell me what's happening. Go ahead. All right. Tell him this. Hideout Real Radio 104.1. I just, I just wanted to say that I hate you guys <laughs> for hating deaf people. Go ahead. <laughs> You're deaf. <laughs> and I hate you. Go ahead. Ask, yeah, all right. I was going to ask him if he has a closed caption radio. I hear the satellite ones can do that. But the, keeping up with the ticker is just a bitch. Don't be racist. Ticker! Mm. All right, I've had enough of John the Great. Yeah. Right, let's move on to our next one. All right, apparently this is the guy who calls into the monsters a lot. Is that what's going on here, Putin? Yes. All right, Joey's in the hideout on real radio. What's up, Joey? Joey. What's Joey. Up? What's up? Hey, I got some rhymes, and a lot of people tell me that they're fat. Bad? Fat. Fast? P-H-A-T. Fat. Pretty hot and tempting. Okay. That's the acronym for it. Uh, go ahead, mm-hmm. But, um, I, I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven that I wrote. Here recently in the last day or two. All right, go ahead. We aren't talking to the uh, thing anymore. 
I this is the one I wrote today. It's called Document Eleven. I got the long hair with the baggy pants. I am handicapped, so I cannot dance, but I can rhyme. Do you have the time? Can you come and get any any of mine and tell me how it was uh, last night? I remember one thing. You were tight, so I rode all out in the Coupe de Ville. We know how to tear it up in uh. Jacksonville. Mm. We ride it deep, yeah, I got to go. Not in it, raw girl, don't you know? But that's all I got for that one. Oh, that's outstanding, Joey. Joey, you are a genius. He's better than me. Well, yeah. there's applauses. Well, thank you guys very much. You, you know, you were actually... Now, hold on a second. I have another... Here's... here's I, have, I, 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 hear, I hear a lot of people are trying to make it back to 8 Mile. And I, I think this guy's actually got the chance. I think you should uh, collaborate with these guys. See if you can get in with this flow. What the hell are y'all playing? This is the seventh floor crew. The Miami Hurricane football team. Y'all trying to bust on me? No, rap along with it, man. No, we aren't busting on you. Alright, well, let me read another one. My phone's gonna go dead. Okay. Here shortly. All oh, for what? For a little respect? When's it gonna end? When you were wrecked and you're left like me, will it ever end? Not this time, no, never again. I lived a badass life growing up, never really even cared ever gave a peep. Mm. Now look what I've done, yeah, mm. this is true. Make fun, my friend, that's gonna happen to you. You cannot feel that the pain is real. Will it ever ease or will it ever chill? Will you ever travel down the road I'm on? From dark to light, from night to dawn. But it did happen, or oh, it did catch me. At over a hundred, I hit a tree. Medics and lights all over my face. Never forget the time or the place. Got a flow, man. That's good. I have better one. I don't think you do. I think that's your best one. I don't even know if I need to hear the rest of them. No, I, if my phone's going dead. Oh, that sucks, man. But if you want to hear my best one, yeah, it's a tree, and I'll do it until my phone dies. Right. Yeah, I hit a tree. Oh, yes, I did. At over a hundred, I smacked a kid. I flew the distance of a football field through a corner. I did not yield. No cards were involved. I, I only a tree. It was only Mother Nature versus me. I battled it out for a long, long time. He would never walk again, nor would he rhyme. I wasn't ever supposed to communicate. If it was my time, not a second late. That's what the doctor said about me. I was never to walk or talk or see. Mm, but I am back and I'm here for more. So every damn girl go through my door. Because I will always stay in shine. Don't be judgmental of my kind until you know. Wow, the facts about my problem to yo don't run your mouth. Wow. Uh, do you have a record? Yeah. Do you have a record deal? No, I I want one. Would you like? And I I don't know how to get one. I need one. Well, you're doing the right thing. You're coming on the hideout where uh, many people look to sign fresh young talent. Uh, well, I think that, I th that's the thing, man. 
I mean, someone from the radio station, Gail Austin, I think, from Planet Radio, told me mm -hmm. to, um, yesterday, asked me if I had ever heard of this starving artist. And I said, yes, but I'm not an artist. All right, so what I'm happened? Did you, hit, did you hit a tree? Yeah. All right, because I, I think I caught on to that from your rhymes. And let me guess, you were going 100 miles per hour. 100, 120. Right, 120 hold, miles an hour. Right, I'm going to take another random guess. They said you'd never speak or yeah, read again. Because my basal ganglia but, was so, so badly damaged. But now you're speaking to the people. Showing yeah. that, uh, showing everybody uh, that they were wrong. All right, hold on a second. Now, can you match this rhyme? Hold on. You feeling it? I let me try. Okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on, let it finish. My phone's gonna die. No, you'll be alright. No. You didn't die when you hit a tree, your phone's gonna survive. Shit. <laughs> or crap. <laughs> Sorry. That's alright. <laughs> alright, hold on a second, Joey. We gotta go to break. King tight. Well, hey. Don't die, hold on. Yeah, keep on there. We'll come right back to you. I'll take a break. We'll come back. I guess that's Joey, from a buddy, young star, and he, he uh, talks to our buddies, the monsters, all the time. And he wants to, he wants some help getting his rhymes and flows out there. Came to the right place. The last half hour in the hideout. It's the hideout, Row Radio, 104.1. <laughs> Now what you hear is not a test, I'm rapping to the beat. And me, the groove, and my friends are going to try to move your feet. Wrapping it up on a Monday night, it's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1, the funniest night show in America. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. Congratulations, you found it. Hey, did you see when, uh, it's tough to talk about it on the radio, you just gotta be able to see it. Hmm. But when Bush was doing that press conference in China, and he tried to escape because he was tired of ask, answering questions, and he went to run out of the room, and the doors were locked. <laughs> and I guess Drudge had the perfect, like, picture of just, like, the stupid face on his, look on his just face. Just dumbfounded that, yeah. uh, the door would be locked on him. And he didn't know what to do. Call for the janitor. Hey, uh, you mind opening this thing for me? And he's like, uh, all you are Asian, which one's the janitor? Actually, he's like, oh, you caught me, I was trying to escape. I'm a transaxle. Then he ran out. So, um, but the video's hilarious. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. I gotta go check that out. You can see it on crooksandliars.com, I think. Alright, cool. Yeah, I'll go check that out. It's, because... I think it's like from some Dutch... News, uh, news, uh, site. So they're speaking in, I don't know, Dutch or whatever they speak Dutch in. Dutch Whatever. And, uh, and then you, you see the full video of the president. And it is hilarious. Nothing's better than uh, slapstick humor. Like when someone slips and falls, I always find that hilarious. But and you could, you could tell he genuinely felt trapped. He's the president of the United States, and he genuinely felt... He uh, panicked for a second there? Oh, yeah. Hold on, let me see if I can at least pull up this stupid picture. Like, the pic the look on his face is just priceless. Like, oh, boy. What did I do? 
I wonder how many times he's had that look uh, in private after all this stuff's coming out. Libby, no weapons of mass destruction, just that same stupid look. He just gets that fo- a phone call, he's in, he has a normal face, and he just looks up. Totally shocked. What the hell are we going to do about it? Oh, it's not there anymore. Damn it. Of course, Drudge takes it down. Ass. Drudge? Hate that guy. I guess they were in the Netherlands. I don't know. Whatever the case. Um. <clears throat> and then you see that the vice president's come out. All right, this is closet? The... No, his daughter mm. did a long time ago. Just bashing everybody inside, trying to call us all unpatriotic for questioning the war. Well, they always fall back on that old standby, huh? Yeah. Stop questioning authority. What are you doing? Ask me a question. Don't you Don't you know when you do that, you hate the baby Jesus and you hate the stars and stripes? It's just so funny because they really want a dictatorship. They're not interested in a democracy at all. Like in the very least. It's the whole you're with us or you're against us. Hold on, I think I'm getting the picture for you, Dubs. Of the of the look on the president's face. I hope this is is the right the good picture. And these are the stupidest damn slowest computers in the world in here. I know. You figure the ones that are uh, used for on air use uh, would right, be come, the quickest. Come here, look at this. Look at this is a great picture. I, I don't know if we can get this on the website or what. <laughs> look at that. That can't be real. No, it is. It absolutely is, and it just sums up everything. I he should have that look on his face constantly. Because you don't believe in Brian Peppers, I don't believe in that picture. It is so real, dude. I'll, I'll show you the video. I right, go on. Lay out the video in there. Go back in the Bateman's okay. room and look at the video and look how funny it is. Can you post that on the website, Tommy? Anywhere? See if we can get that up on RealRadio.fm. You got to see the picture of this president running around like Benny Hill running around the locked doors. It's just he can't even escape. <laughs> Are you watching it? It's like an episode of that uh, that show, uh, My Name is Bush, or uh, That's My Bush. I said it was like Benny Hill. Like, we should get it and put the Benny Hill music behind it. Now, did he just go to, like, the wrong door or something? Yeah, apparently. <laughs> he just stands there. Look, it, it, with the background, it looks like he's doing some kind of odd game show. Right. So one of those crazy chi- Chinese games. Yeah. Shows. <laughs> and there he is trying to get out. There goes the president. Oh, not this door. Not this one. Because he, he tries both sides. He grabs one side, can't get it open. Tries the other side, can't get it open. And then he stands there like he, like someone's supposed to point him which way to go. And he finally just turns and walks. Ironically, behind those doors, the weapons of mass destruction. <laughs> no wonder he can't find them. They're behind a locked door. Those crazy Chinese. They were behind it the whole time. <laughs> Are you just watching it over and over? Over and over again. <laughs> it's great, isn't it? Yeah. Just his head motions when he's trying to open the door. Jerk back. Yeah, like, and who that's... would open a door like that normally anyway? Right. And that's the other thing. You, you think about it, the president probably opened so few doors in his life anyway. He's not opening a lot of doors. 
No. In his defense, he doesn't even know how they work. Actually, he's closed a lot of doors for a lot of people. Right. That's his thing. You're not allowed in. Be- you know why? You asked a question. Hey, Rove, open this door for me. You've opened all the other ones for me. That's where Cheney hides. Sucking the blood of young babies to stay to stay alive. Uh, you say blood, I say other things. Oh, come on, that's not fair. You don't know that. It's all alleged. All right, that's going to do it for Monday night in the hideout. Or as I like to call it, Mulligan Week. We're not being graded. Uh uh-uh. uh. This, this is the craziest thing I've ever seen. This is just a slideshow. Alright, come here. You gotta see this slideshow. This is even better. Hold on. Let me see if I can start over. This is on ABC. Alright, he's walking over the door. <laughs> it's not open. Now hold on. Now watch the third slide. <laughs> That's so awesome! It looks like he's having a stroke. It does, and then here comes somebody from out behind. Looks like Quentin Tarantino saying, "Up, oh, it's uh, right here. That's where you go." That's our, that's our president. <laughs> oh, we've been hoodwinked, bamboozled, led astray. Oh boy, that is crazy. All right, my friends, wake up with our buddies, the Monsters in the morning, Shannonburg middays, the Phillips file in the afternoon, and then we'll be back at 7 for another live hideout. Don't be ashamed to entertain listening to the hideout, the funniest night show in America and the best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. It's on Real Radio 104.1. Be somebody and always talk good. Stay classy, Orlando. Well, bitch. Five thousand. Five thousand. Five thousand.
hard. Tap on them hard. Kick them to the floor. Cause I, I be smacking my hoes. No. I be smacking my hoes. Mo. I be smacking my hoes. Not interested. I thought. I, 5,000.